Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 273, recorded on March 26, 2020. On tonight's episode, we'll be talking about Nintendo's Direct. It was for real. Animal Crossing is blowing up. Some other third thing. <laughs> and your questions. <laughs> Cue the music, Jesse. guys how are we ladies and gentlemen welcome to nintendo dads episode 273 my name's justin masson the hostess with the mostest in the in the main seat today and with me are two of the coolest guys around the internet whose beards i am desperately and envious of every single day first we're gonna head over to my man jesse waldeck jesse how are you today sir you, you had to flip a mental coin to choose between the two of us i, know, I was, mini I was like which shoes i was like i'm gonna think of something witty to connect with and i didn't think of anything witty and i was like jesse we're gonna go to jesse yeah we're gonna go to eric yeah no my colors aren't inverted um yeah yeah, yeah t- today's been a, just a weird week at work you know it's the it sides on panic mode trying to find solutions to new problems that came up and we're not sure if half the prop solutions we come up with are things that people will, that the business will actually finally eventually use. But at least, at least we're coming up with ideas and implementing things uh, on the, uh, pretty quickly. We did put out like two like on the fly designed and developed and released things like this week alone, which is amazing because normally it takes three three weeks to design anything, much less yep. develop it. Sure, and, and go to market with it, right? So yeah, a lot of business is obviously pushing, but good, good to see you, sir, uh, and that you're getting by this week. I appreciate it. Okay. Getting over t- to the man in, uh, I'm just it's Tim, ladies and gentlemen, Tim. That's it. <laughs> yep, surrounded by Nintendo Red. Surrounded by, I know. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, Dark Side Red. I was like, it's. Tim. You could go Darth Vader. That's fine. Right? Too, there you go. Maybe that's the better way. I was trying to go with Nintendo Red, you know, because of the yeah. Nintendo Direct today, which was pretty oh, exciting to dress. Yes. And uh, I'm pumped up. Uh, I know some people were looking for something more Nintendo-ish, but we'll talk more about it later. But I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, we are definitely going to dive uh, a lot more into that as well. So very excited to be here. Uh, Folks, here we are. You know, here's what I'm going to say. You know, I think as Jesse kind of said, it's probably been a crazy week for you. The world is still turning. It is still shifting. It's still moving. Hopefully you get to the next 90 minutes. You can park those worries at the door for a little bit. You can a little bit of escapism. Just put it down and just listen to the smooth, sultry sounds of myself and Jesse and Tim. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shout out to Marty and Gary who couldn't make it tonight. Yeah, Marty and Gary are unfortunately not with us today either. But, uh, but hey, you snooze, you lose. Literally, Gary is <laughs> snoozing. He's literally sleeping right now. And I think judging by our conversation with Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Marty, he needed a little bit of a rest, too. So, guys, we're happy to be in the hot seat talking to you about all things Nintendo. Of course, we're going to jump right into it. And, of course, Tim, who is our news brought to us by? Orange Crush. Orange Crush. Darn right it is, right? Orange Crush. Sponsoring. Can you see it? Yeah, there it I, is. For those of you that are the not magic. watching this live, I now have a green screen and I'm like doing <laughs> backgrounding, but like if I if I move it, my it disappears. So I got to put like right in front of my face. Brought to you by Orange Crush. So let me tell you this. I, I think I told you this before. 
Friday, we decided to have an Orange Crush and Doritos party, right? Where we got people online to play Mario Kart, my, my friends and family. It was an absolutely amazing experience. We actually had 10 people on like a Facebook Messenger group call, turned on their speakers, turned on their microphones, and we just, you know, yelled at each other, played, played uh, Mario Kart 8. And it was such an awesome way to connect virtually. And it was, we, you know, we actually had people reach out to us. And they're like, of our friends, are we doing that tomorrow too? And they were so excited. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was so cool. And I was like, man, I wish the thing I wish is I wish Nintendo had more like 12 player wire, you know, like huge multiplayer infrastructure games that you can play together. Right. Um, that that's accessible to everyone, right? Because you're like, well, you could play some Smash online, and you could do, you know, it's like, well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like Mario Kart, everyone knows Mario Kart, right? Yes. So it was great. Um, but of course, but no. You know, I guess I guess really, our it's brought to you by our patrons, right? So yes, they they are yeah. biggest contributors for this. Patreon.com absolutely backslash Nintendo Dads. And for those of you that maybe missed it last week or you're just jumping in, uh, we obviously you can support us over Patreon. But interestingly enough, for the next two months. It's on us. It's a freebie. You get a 60-day trial for free. We are not, uh, as we mentioned before, just things are crazy enough in the world right now. And uh, we want to make sure that people, that stress of of supporting us is taken away. So we are pausing our Patreon uh, fundage, meaning that we will not be drawing any funds from our Patreon supporters for the next two months at least. However, we are still doing all of our Patreon tier rewards and everything associated with that. So if you've been someone who is kind of like maybe on the fence about Patreon and about supporting us, but you're like, well, hold on a second. I basically like two months for free. Now is the time to jump in. And big thank you to Daniel and Darren this month, who, ju- who this week who jumped in and uh, pledged the $1 a month. Uh, we so appreciate that. And even if you're just here to, to look around for 60 days and you're going to jump out beforehand, that's okay as well. We appreciate it. And I did see a couple of members of our community also upping their pledges and changing it to a larger dollar value. Because they want to get the higher tiers as well. Because for the next six months or next couple months, why not, right? Um, so, guys, that is exactly how it is working. So, again, thank you so much to the Patreon folk who, uh, who have been supporting us. Again, we're going to pause the actual funding for two months. You still get all your tiers. We're still going to do all that. And before we return the switch back on, we are going to properly communicate that to everyone. So, if you need to adjust your tiers or leave, you absolutely can. We totally get that. And I'll say this again. I mentioned last time, if you're a person who's still like, you're like, that's awesome. I appreciate that you're pausing it, but I still want to financially support you because I love the stuff you do and just want to do it. A couple ways you can do it. Head over to Twitch. Use your Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime subscription. Literally just sub there and, and donate that tier. That's awesome. That's literally, you don't even have to pay anything out of your pocket. If that helps us, there is the super chat in YouTube if that interests us. Uh, and if you're like super like crazy, head over to our merch store if you want. Buy a t-shirt. I don't know. Whatever. We appreciate that. Uh-huh. Another but again, idea you don't too. have to do any of those things. Right. And another idea, too, if you're really feeling generous uh, and you want to send that money somewhere, and none of those things Justin me- mentioned are interesting you. You could put it aside if you can and save it for when we do our extra life. Later Darn on. right. <laughs> yep. That's a fantastic one as well. All those are awesome ways. If if, if you are so interested in these things, uh, you know, Yeah. Well, guys, that is kind of the the little housekeeping part of it. I'm excited to jump into this. Let's go. Hype, hype. Uh, Guys, something happened today, which we weren't sure if it was going to happen, right? Nintendo at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, for me, 
Yes. Drops a tweet and they're like, hey, there's a Nintendo Direct Mini out. It's available now. Peace Kept out. Kept guessing. Kept yeah, guessing. right? And, and so now we had heard this rumor a couple weeks ago that there was going to be an Indie Direct last week, which there was, and there was going to be a Direct this week, which we had not had any. Typically, they do an announcement on Tuesday, a little bit of hype on Wednesday, and then they release it. This was a surprise drop completely in that we had no upcoming, right? And a lot of people were like, it's not happening, it's not happening. But boom, Nintendo out of nowhere smacks us with this. Again, I, I, I sent out a YouTube video earlier this week saying, I think we're going to get it this week. I mean, you can almost feel my head getting bigger with how right I was. You know, <laughs> showed up. You're welcome. See, I, I was I was to the point of saying, I, I think I said this on Tuesday night. I said, if we don't get a direct, I will... Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we just saw a press release of here's everything that was going to be in the direct that we never could get around to making. Because as we said before, and I think you said it in your video, they have to have said something before the end of the fiscal year. Yeah. Otherwise, the investors are going to get, you know, are going to start acting like the gamers have been since January. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and, and so Nintendo gave us now, interestingly enough, and I want to kind of ask you guys this question. This is this is positioned as a Nintendo Direct Mini, and they actually they call they call it a Mini. This will sound very odd. What makes this a Mini? How are we? How is Nintendo qualifying it? Uh, I'm is thinking it when there is no pre-announcement, is that determined? To no, because they called things Mini before. I think this is none of nothing here was like a Nintendo developed AAA game. That was sort of what I was wondering. Bingo. That was ex- okay. Yeah, that was exactly it. And because as I as I watched it, and we're going to talk about so this. yeah, this wasn't a Mario sequel. This wasn't a Zelda sequel. Yeah, because as I watched, it, I was like, "These are great games, awesome, excited." But I by the end of it, I was like, uh, "We didn't get any Nintendo titles." I was like, right. "Oh, that's that's right. yeah, that were not like Unless, new titles." Yeah, right. That was that was like yeah. not. A there are definitely some things here that are Nintendo published, but not Nintendo yeah. developed. Yeah. So. And we even have a new player in the game. Sorry? We have, there's a, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, we've got a ton of stuff that we can kind of list. Um, where do you guys want to start with this? I, I guess, first thing, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition finally gets an, an actual release date. That's going to be May 29th, 2020. Uh, this was leaked earlier by, I think, like, Amazon Mexico. Uh, I had said earlier, too, that I think this is a logical spot for this. This is where we've traditionally seen Nintendo put their kind of some of their ports is typically either the end of May or January. I think those are, are down kind of months, but this is a little bit of filler in the calendar. Um, but I but turns out that day is going to be really busy. I know. I, I was <laughs> Due like, to the new player I was referring to. I know. I was like, is there is like everything in their, under the sun coming in that on that day? Um, now, interestingly enough. They did mention that there is a new epilogue story content that's being added to this. Um, there is also a collector's edition works uh, set that's going to be available in the U.S. It's like a 250-page art book. Um, and in the regions, there are some other pack-ins of information as well. Guys, what did you guys think of Xenoblade uh, Chronicles Future Connected? I guess that's the epilogue, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, the epilogue. And uh, the term they used was cap off the story. Or um, the main character there, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And it looks like they did a pretty decent job on, you know, like kind of getting the. 
like they made some changes to it. They mentioned the battle HUD and the menu screens are easier to re- read and easier to use. There are some music tracks that have been remastered and remixed, right? So overall, they have done a fair, a, a little bit of work to actually kind of bring it up to a, to a, it's not just simple port, right? We've seen that with right. Nintendo. They're just port. They do a little bit of additional as well. Are you guys interested in Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition? Not right now for me. No. I've got plenty of other things to play and what, those type of games for me, I know they'll take a long, long time, and I still have Fire Emblem. I have to, you know, that I want to finish. So, and it took me this long just to finish the other game. That we'll talk about later, but for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, yeah, this will take this will take too long. Yeah, I'm also gonna pass on this one. I've, I've bought the game twice already and couldn't get past the first few hours. Sure. So I'm like, I'm not gonna it give it a third beautiful. try. It, it does. It does look a lot better than before. Yes. Yeah. It is very, it's very appealing, and, and I am interested. But I, in this day and age, uh, lately I've had to pick and choose what I'm going to be playing because I know my time is limited. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, right after that, they they then did a very interesting move. Something that we had kind of heard a little bit of rumor of ish. I'm going to use the word ish there. Uh, they meant they mentioned or, or or they announced that 2K Games or 2K would be putting some of their classic kind of uh, games that they're really well known for finally coming to Nintendo Switch. And the first one they let off with was the Bioshock collection. Now, this had been uh, rumored and leaked about three months ago. And so in this collection, there's actually three games. It's Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite, the Complete Edition. Um, the date on that provided was May 29th. This is a little bit of Jesse was talking about. That's going to be quite a busy day. Pricing of that is actually $49.99. I know Jesse says here, no price yet. I actually found it on 2K's site. That's forty nine ninety nine USD. Um uh, and they went over some details regarding the the uh, cartridge size, space, and that will be some updates. After Bioshock, they then okay. Well, b- the- b- before you jump in that, to that, the, the the physical copy will have all three games, and digitally look they, looks according to Nintendo's website looks like you can buy them separately. Mm, oh, really? So you can definitely buy them separately? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can buy them one at a time or pick and choose. Interesting, interesting, because so, that may change a decision I was going to make on one of the games. Yeah, if they're all available on one cart, though, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree on that one. Uh, and it's actually, um, Jesse, if you want to pull it up, it's 2K's website, 2K.com. Uh, they have some details. If you go in, they have it on their press release. Um, after this, they then followed up with mentioning the Borderlands Legacy Edition. And this is three games, which is Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands the Sequel. Um now the third game, the most recent one was the pre-sequel. The pre-sequel, yeah, uh, was not announced <laughs> for it either. Uh, so yeah, this looks. Yeah, this I I don't know. I was pretty pumped for Borderlands. I have not played Borderlands, but I've always heard good things about Borderlands. Um, so Borderlands definitely interested me. What about you guys? Yes, I've heard a lot of fun things about, it, especially from Sean and how his, him and his wife play that game a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's it's always been intriguing, uh, but usually shooters scare me because of you usually got to get good in order to keep up yeah. with playing the multiplayer and play it sure. enough to stay good. Yeah. Uh, but still, this one this one is still on my radar, so I'm interested in it. Yeah. Nice. It's on my wish list. Yeah. I'm I'm familiar with some of the characters through playing uh, Poker Night at the Inventory too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Which I don't think is available anymore. I don't know why, but it, it's a sure. good game. Uh, but yeah, again, it's a shooter. You know me. Yeah, that game, that, that's that's not happening. 
was part of the package, I would have bought the game just for that. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Uh, 2K continued their announcement by mentioning that XCOM 2 collection, which contains the base XCOM 2 game, the expansion of War of the Chosen DLC packages, uh, was also coming out. This, all three of these games and Xenoblade that we just talked about a couple moments ago are May 29th. So May, and there's another game later we're going to talk about coming on May 20th. Like May 29th looks like a banger of a day for for games. And if I remember correctly, that's also the day Last of Us Two is scheduled. I saw a tweet on that. Someone was like, "The tough decisions have to be made." So maybe someone could check me on that one. I'm checking. Uh, uh, after that, they announced that uh, Marvel yep. Ultimate Alliance's the uh, Black Order expansion pass. Shadow of Doom is available today as part of the expansion pass. If that was something that you have picked up. Uh, for the last almost a year now, they have been supporting the expansion pass, the DLC pass for Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. I think this was the final one that they had to like they're agreed upon uh, in the purchase pack as well. So if you're a Marvel Ultimate Alliance fan, <clears throat> you might want to check that out. Uh, anything and else here from from those that interest you guys? Well, just kind of going back, talking about XCOM. If you're not familiar with the gameplay, it's Mario and Rabbids. It's like that's that's what Mario and Rabbids got their gameplay from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, yep. that's in, that intrigues me, but we'll see about time. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, then they had a interesting game called Shinisekai. Shinisekai Into the Depths, which was an out today. They had three games, I believe, which were out today's, um, and this is, I believe, from Capcom as well. Uh, it, does this interest either of you guys? Kind of like an underwater exploratory. Oh heck, yes! This. Oh wow. One. Okay, Tim is all on interested this. Interested me. <laughs> this one is on my list, and I bought it. Ah, I have it. I haven't touched it yet, <laughs> or I haven't played it yet. But uh, um, yeah, I'm excited for it because one of the games I liked on the PS4 that I actually reached out to Insomniac about was, can you port Songs of the Deep? I think, if I remember correctly, to the Switch because it was a PS4 exclusive game. Um, and it's a Metroidvania type submarine. This girl has to go find her dad who got lost at sea and she builds her own submarine and goes and tries to find her dad. And it's, you know, a lot of the Metroidvania or castle roids that, you know, mega dads call it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, type of game. And this one, again, being underwater started making me think of that. There's a submarine, there's somebody in a suit made me think of those things. And then the way it showed it, they didn't say it. I don't think Nintendo ever calls anything Metroidvania at all, but no, <laughs> uh, uh, you, they didn't. Even, I don't even think they said anything Metroid esque about it, but it looked like it was that type of game because mm-hmm. if you look at how it was showing, where you get to a certain place and the the person goes up to a central uh, hub and downloads something or does something there, that reminds me of like when Samus would go to download a map or you know upgrade weapons or whatever and it did look like there's some upgrade weapons portions as well because you go in and in the ship and drive around that kind of gave me the blaster master feel too where you're in you know a vehicle going around and then you have to get out of the vehicle to upgrade your weapons or upgrade your vehicle probably so there's a lot of those elements that just was like kept hitting me when i was watching it like okay okay i'm really liking this and as soon as they said it was today i was like fumbling with my switch you know trying to <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So. so what I'm hearing from you is that we can see uh, or wait for more of your gameplay footage uh, when that you becomes available. 
Okay, yeah. excellent. So look look for a let's play from Tim, and he'll give us more information on that as well. So that is uh, that is awesome. All right, so let's talk about what came after that. Uh, and I lost I lost my page for a second. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Horizons. There we go. Thank you. Yes, sure. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, they talked about an update. Now, an update did actually come out earlier this morning. A one point one one update or one point one zero update. I think one one zero was a day one patch, and if we got a okay. re- patch recently, it's one one one. But it's sure. actually a negative one patch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, it was uh, the day before. Yeah, what the, what they did highlight for Animal Crossing is that the Bunny Day event will be on April first, uh, the twelfth, and that uh, there'll be an Earth Day later, an Earth Day event later in April as well, with a date uh, not yet to be released. Yeah. And then, so uh, the Bunny Day event does need a patch. So if you're yep. one of the people who buys physical and doesn't have it connected to the internet, you'll need to connect it to the internet to get to the to the events. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another out today game that showed up was a go- job called Good Job or a game called Good Job. Good job, um, Justin. I know, right? Good job. I can read. And this this caught my attention, Tim. Uh, so this one actually yeah, I picked I saw up that. right away. Um, and this is a chaotic kind of physics-based – I don't know. It just looked interesting. It's, it's actually like – you're a, ma- a laugh-out-loud game. You're, yeah, you're, uh, you're a gopher in an office, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I that felt like that just, that, just, that just set properly yeah. with me. This – uh, this is this is, actually, this is the first game that I'm interested I've been interested in from this direct. I, nice. I I picked it up. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but okay. it's sitting there waiting for me. Yeah, yeah. And this one's actually uh, published by Nintendo, much like Stretchers was published by Nintendo. So they're kind of getting these like little kind of quirky couch co-op couch ca- uh, chaos games. Uh, so look for more on that as well. Uh, follow that by next week. They had Catherine Full Body. Um, and we got like two press releases about this today. Uh, Catherine Full Body is definitely for a more mature and older audience. Not, yeah, not. I can I can vouch for that. I played the original on the PS3. Not a kids game. Yeah, not but a kids that game. is that's one of the games that I played when the kids were in bed because that was when my kids were about eight ish, ten ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this this um this is basically about a gentleman who's uh, struggling between a couple of women. And uh, trying to figure well, out what three now three yeah <laughs> yeah works best for him. We'll just leave Rin, it at that yeah yeah. There's there's Catherine with the C, Catherine with the K, and Rin, which is the end of Catherine. Um, yeah. Rin is the new one with as part of the full body game. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Ibisol asks, "Is it censored? Um, not censored, but everything is strategically hidden, so you never actually see any bits." There you go. Okay. Uh, followed by that, and I think probably appropriate with the fact that we're all uh, in self-isolation, maybe not hitting the gym as much. Nintendo says, hey, make sure you dust off that Ring Fit because the Ring Fit Adventure gets a free update. Um, and that actually comes out today uh, and adds a new rhythm game mode, an option and an option to have a, a female voice and to change the language and in-game voice and more. Uh, regarding the rhythm game, you move the beat of a dozen music tracks from... Uh, Ring Fit Adventure, and a few from popular Nintendo games such as Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, and uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild as well. So I thought this was a great update for Ring Fit Adventure. I didn't really think they'd be doing kind of updates, but that was fantastic. The block fort says, or sell it if you need cash. It sells for $200 or more on eBay. I know, right? I had someone reach out to me the recently. They're like, is it worth it? I was like, yeah, you should definitely pick it up. 
200. I got 200. Who's got 200 on it? Yeah, exactly. Start. We, we had some bidding in the Twitch chat. <laughs> <bidding on Twitch. laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that was great. I ran my update as well. Um, King's Bounty 2. I know nothing of this game. I've never heard of the original, so <laughs> this game doesn't I, interest me. I'm actually even looking through the press release here. It's like King's Bounty, King's Bounty, King's Bounty. Uh, okay. It's a strategy, strategy game, right? A strategy game. Strategy. Strategy game. Yeah. A thun- I just got notification of that Thunderstorm watch I told you we were going to get. Oh, yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, if yeah, goes, so, go ahead. So, so, since none of us know anything about this game, we'll move on. Next. It's next. strategery. 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 Um, next. This, I thought this was very interesting. Super Smash Lots Brothers. speculation on that. Super Smash time. Brothers. The six DLC character is announced in that it will be a representative from ARMS. And that it is to be announced and released in June 2020. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting. Because mm-hmm. Arms is a is a game that they essentially killed about two years ago. They're, they've done some updates. They did some things to it. it like I kept going back to it. It was a really fun game. I really rather enjoyed it. And then they kind of just it just kind of ended. And we've all talked about oh you know like Springman I think was one of the me costumes, right? Like there was these kind of like could a uh, Arms fighter be coming to Smash, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed, indeed they are. And, and earlier this week, they mentioned there was going to be an online tournament for ARMS as well. So there's this kind of like weird like... And free play for online. You get to play it for free, the whole yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. And ARMS game trial is free, available now from today to April 6th for Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. So this is like, they're kind of resurrecting ARMS. Um, what do you guys think of this? E3 ARMS 2 is coming out with that representative being the sixth player. <laughs> the speculation that I've heard is they might pull a, time, I guess. a Bowser's Jr. where there'll be multiple characters. You know, instead of eight colors, so the same one, there'll be just different characters represented in each skin. Yeah, I was thinking that too, where it would just be what do they call I, it? Echo Fighters? Yeah. Of each no, one? well, no, it's just a skin. Yeah. Oh, so, I prefer if they just select one and just, just go with it. Right, like whether it's he, Ming, whether it's like like hero instead of having eight colors of the of the hero, it's two different colors of four different heroes. Yeah, yeah. So let's well, see. This is why I was thinking that this is going to be a sequel. Sequel, excuse me. Um, because well, I mean, I know they have to push it back because of everything that's going on in the world and stuff like that. But they're announcing it and releasing it in June. June is usually when the E. Three comes out or the next mm-hmm. direct with major announcements come out they want to get people into it again so they're doing this you know play it for free for the weekend or whatever they're getting eyes on it they brought it up now and they say representative from arm so they didn't call out who that was going to be they just said because they've done it before i think i can't remember which one where they said well they've done it with pokemon right where they just show you know concept art here's what this what we're going to be doing and then eventually give us more information they probably could have done the same here unless sakurai really just wanted to do his thing and was like i can't do it right now you know obviously because of everything going on so we'll wait for june for him to do his thing but i'm just think looking at the timing that potentially 
the representative could be a new version of the ones we know, you know, the, um, from the cover. Oh, right. Uh, but for two arms too. Yeah. And then every, uh, pretty much all these dates, <clears throat> even though some of them have firm dates, quote unquote, mm-hmm. still should be taken with a grain of salt. They put out a splash screen at the very start saying not everything could be changing based on the climate in the world. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the fighter is. My other thought is that it could be a fighter that we have not seen at all, Tim, and sort of in your yeah. same vein, but all of a sudden now it's, and this character is available now in Smash and as a free update in ARMS. If you want. So not an ARMS 2, so not as an ARMS 2, but rather it's a new player as well. So they're kind of re-sunsetting some of their franchises. So I thought be it'll cool. be very, very interesting to see what happens there. Kind of like uh, a 1.5? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. In some ways, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, the next one that we had information on was Bravely Default 2 with an available demo available today. Uh, game release date of 2020. They spent it, they sat in this pocket for a little bit, right? They sat in this pocket a little bit for Xenoblade, uh, Chronicles and they sat in this pocket as well for, uh, Bravely Default. And of course, Bravely Default was revealed at the Game Awards back in December 2019. Um, and it was interesting. They said here, this, this reminded me it had like the Octopath Traveler. Uh, methodology. They were like, and a survey will be sent out f- to follow later with your feedback. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, so I don't know. Are either of you guys Bravely Default fans? No. Not here. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, I, I'm going to try the demo. I did try the original game and you know, because it's based around a job system, I I fell out of it really quick, mainly because I had the wrong jobs for the first boss, and I didn't want to switch jobs and then regrind. So, yeah, I'll likely not follow through for the same reason, but at least there's a demo so I can give it a try. Okay, yeah, but I have it downloaded again. Also waiting for waiting. I might give the demo a try. Just get a feel for it. Yeah, no harm, no foul, right? Right. Yeah. That's again one of those. It's one of those things. It's RPGs. I have to pick and choose those things. So yeah, it's like uh, as soon as I get Fire Emblem done, then I'll start looking at what the next will be. Sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Then you go from there, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, follow that. Interestingly enough, Clubhouse Games fifty-one worldwide classics. Now, guys, I yes. remember. Tim's excited about this. <laughs> Tim, tell I me why. I had the game for the DS. Uh, Thank the, you. So did I. Games. Yes. I think everyone Good. did. I did. Yes. The, our whole house had a copy, essentially. Yep. Uh, we all loved the game. and I played it a lot because it was a nice, quick, you know, open up your DS, play some quick games. And you were, you know, it was really cool to have. And then when I saw this, I was super excited, uh, but made me think of what one of the features I did miss or do miss from the DS and that family of systems. And that's the. Uh, game share mm-hmm. ability that you had with the DS where you could have one game and if you want multiplayers you just they didn't have to have the game to a certain extent to play certain games yeah I completely yeah. forgot about that option until I when I was been playing Dragon Quest 5 for the last month on on, a, oh, yeah. on our old DS Lite I saw that option on the home screen I'm like download play was a thing yes yeah. I miss download play. I wish they would bring that back somehow. I don't know if it's possible for the Switch, if it doesn't have the capability or not, but I miss that feature and would love to see it on this particular game, Clubhouse Games. But I do like the fact that it is uh, available, 
you know, local play and online play for certain games. They did they did mention that that not all the online games they said for certain games online would be available. But locally, I told my wife because she was in the other side. We were both working when when I took a break to watch this. Um, I was like, yes. And she was like, what? And I said, well, Clubhouse Games and told her that we're probably all going to get a copy of that game. <laughs> nice. So it comes out. I, I distinctly remember uh, taking my DS with me to work. Um, and there was a guy who was probably about 10 cubicles away from me also had a DS. And we would play Clubhouse Games connected. Like we were able, we were able to be, be in enough nice. range of each other. So yes. we'd play like either the bowling or something. So it'd be like, I'd make a move. I just kind of slide my DS underneath my kind of like shelf so it couldn't be seen by my manager. And I'd wait for his move and then I kind of peek and it was my move. So it was like a lot of like kind of uh, asynchronous gameplay back and forth. And it was, it was absolutely a lot of fun. So this, this definitely was like, I remember these. Nice. Ooh. Yes. And it's 40 bucks already listed on the eShop. Yeah, account. I was going to say, if you're buying multiple copies, that, could, that might get pricey too. Yes. Yeah, it, pre-purchase it, now. I'm just glad it's not 60 bucks. <laughs> and there are 50, 51 games included in there as well. So that's uh, definitely check it out. And if you want to know what's in them, the the, the direct hat lists all of them. I was not yeah. about to type them all out. and We're not going to speak them. No, I was I was like, boy, they're going. And like you tell the announcer, like, and, 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 and he could, his pace was getting up. I was like, that's great. Now, the next game caught my interest. Ninjala. This is, we had seen this almost three years ago. Yeah, I had it on my uh, future games release list. And since it went so long of not hearing from it, I removed it. And so I had to put it back in. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, this is like, I put it down as this looks like Splatoon meets arms in a battle weird royale thing. And it is free to play. Right. I don't know about the monetization model at all on this thing. Um, and that comes out on May 27th. So like two days before every other game comes out. So um, it'll have two days of play before everyone. <laughs> yeah, before, before everything goes crazy. This caught my interest. Anyone else? Yes. Yes. Especially for my son and I, we, I, I had him watch the direct when I went back to work and my daughter watched it too, but he came back to me and told me this one was hit, caught his eye. And uh, I was like, sweet. It'll probably be a game that, him and I will play. Yeah, it's described as an online action game featuring ninjas and gum. Assume the role of a modern-day ninja and take part in the Ninjala tournament. It is take part in a battle royale-style matches of up to eight players for uh, supremacy with ninjas around the world. The player who earns the most points over the course of the match will be declared the winner, score points by defeating the opponent, obtaining items, destroying drones, blah, blah, blah. Has cooperative play where it's you can actually do a four on fourteen battle. There's an avatar system. That's about it. I'm actually on Nintendo's style on uh, Nintendo's um, eShop page right now against information. So I don't know. It's I'm I'm all in. <sighs> hey, hey, yeah. Justin, side topic: When you get a chance, read Discord chat. And uh, which one? There's so many. The, the one <laughs> the host chat okay gotcha all right all right uh after that we had some star wars stuff star wars jedi academy uh or sorry star wars jedi knight jedi academy star wars episode one racer like the pod racer yes yep 
That's going to be interesting. I know a lot of people are probably excited about that. That was one that was I didn't get to play, but I knew about was one of the cooler games to have for the Nintendo 64. Um, one of those Star Wars games that, that they're there. I know that's not the what the Rogue One game or the Rogue game, uh, Rogue Squadron game. Excuse me. <laughs> trying to get the right name here. The Rogue Squadron game that everybody wants. But this is one of those other ones that a lot of people have nostalgia for. I'm looking forward to see what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is it just a remaster of that game or is it a brand new game? Um, But I'm very interested. And I'm also interested in the Jedi Academy games, Jedi Knight games, because I know we had two first and then now this one come out. But I don't have either one yet because I finished the Jedi order one on the PlayStation and kind of kind of take a break from that. But I might just ask for those for my birthday in June. So there you go. <laughs> nice. I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, after that, Panzer, right? Dragon Pantragon remake. Yes. Yeah. That was out today as well. Timed console exclusive, which is cool. I'm excited for that. Um, that one is that one I was actually excited about the last time we saw it introduced. It was actually pretty cool to see this game. I know not a lot of people were hyped for it. They said it looked like it, they just, you know, took it from the what, Saturn and brought it over. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and looked like it played that way, but it looked like they had taken it away for a while to make some tweaks. But to me, I've never played it. So I'm excited for it. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, and we'll probably, um, when the time's right, pick it up. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. One second here. Yeah, it looks, it definitely looks very, very interesting. Um, very and I, I heard here. somebody mention that it's kind of got the Star Fox feel too. Like, sure. You know, we're flying around and shooting at things and stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jesse, let me know if that's better, by the way. I took, so, I took your note, took your note, did some changes. It's, it's sounding better. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, from there, where they went to a montage, uh, Trials of Mana, Fuser, Elder Scrolls, Blades, Warhammer 40,000, Vigor, Burnout Paradise Remastered. I'm going to pause here for a second. <laughs> yeah, you're excited, Tim. Tell me why you're excited for this. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I, I gasped when I saw this and scared the crap out of my wife because she thought something horrible was happening because, again, okay. she's on the other side of the wall. And yep hear me watching it i went <gasps> like that when i saw it i, was, I am a huge race car fan obviously mm-hmm, or a mm-hmm. racing game fan i love playing these type of games especially the burnout series i had it i had burnout for the ps3 i had the ps4 when it came out remastered for that system especially paradise mm-hmm. um and now that it's coming here two i'm excited about two things here one because it's burnout and i love those type of games i'm going to be playing that one to death probably just as much as i play asphalt um but that it's ea bringing this game to the nintendo switch mm-hmm. and i actually went on twitter and not only you know posted my four top things that i liked from this direct but i also said thank you to ea for bringing this game to the switch and hope that they will bring more games like it over because mm-hmm. it's ea i'm hungry for more ea games i think ea should bring them over and i think there will be other fans that would love to see them bring more games over yeah this is this is the one that was one of the reasons why i was like hold hold the phone for a second right uh because i think we've we've been we've been quick to penalize or, or give ea a very hard time 
for for not uh, bringing their games over. And then for this one to come over, I thought was was fantastic. So uh, we'll look for your coverage more when that comes out as well, uh, Tim. Yes, a couple sir. of the games as well we mentioned, Saints Row 4, Reelected, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3. That just sounds like a mishmash of stuff. Uh, Mr. Driller, Drilland, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. And then the one more thing. Before you get a, to the one more thing, let me go yeah. back to the okay. for a funny moment here. The Mr. Driller, Drilland. Mm-hmm. I got for a brief moment excited that they were bringing Drill Dozer over. Or a oh. sequel to Drill Dozer, because I actually liked Drill Dozer for the Game Boy yep. Advance. And I, you know, quick glance, I was like, Drill Dozer? Oh, no, wait, that's something else. <laughs> so I thought I'd just bring that story over. Oh, that's good. That's good. And then they, and then they did the, and we've got one more thing. And I was like, all right, here we go. And then this was super weird. And it was, hey, Pokemon expansion pass. Don't forget Let's, about it. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> about it. Let's tell you some things about it. And by the way, if you ordered it, Here's some sweet gear. Peace. They did give more information about how you choose which evolution of Kubfu. I forgot. I didn't write it down. Yeah. 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 It was just the weirdest one more thing. Do you know what I mean? Because we've always been built like one more thing's like the big like what moment. It's a mini. It's a mini. I know. And it it was and it was like it was a mini. And it was more like a mini. What? That doesn't feel right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a direct. Guys, what do you think of it? Again, this the, the flow was very well. Mm-hmm. They didn't cut off to let other, you know, faces talk, I guess. Mm-hmm. And just like the last week's direct, it was very, it flowed well. So yeah. the pace was great. I liked it. It was like boom, 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 boom. And again, it was something for everybody, it seemed like. Yeah, for well, sure. maybe not. I don't know. Not according to Drew, but <laughs> Drew, Drew, knock it off. All right. You got your Animal Crossing. All right. Just <laughs> you're fine. Just leave it alone. Okay. Jesse, what about you? Yeah, it, it had its no- the average, you know, of the 15 to 20 games, I like two or th- two to three. Mm-hmm. So it, it's maintaining that average. You know, yeah. And, and I also like normal that two or three is different than everyone else's seven or eight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And again, it doesn't have, I think, what people come for the Nintendo system for, and that's Nintendo games. It's not yeah. having anything that's probably jumping out to them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and that's the interesting thing, right? So that, that kind of leads me, and in, 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 in I want to say this, like, um, do not take my, my following comments as criticism uh, of it, right? I do think it was very important that, I know, right, everyone's be like, well, Justin thinks it's horrible, you guys have been asking for a Nintendo Direct and you got one. What do you want from my cheese, guys? Come on. Come on. <laughs> You're not allowed to complain. Don't you know Just that? You're not allowed to. guys. Right? <laughs> so my question and a little bit of the conversation we started off with is where's Nintendo? Right? That's the interesting yeah, thing. That, that's what I'm still worried about a little bit because I still have three vouchers I have to use before they expire. Yeah. And so nothing here I can, that I'm interested in can be used as a voucher. No. Right. So I can't it, remember if I have any left. It's, um, so, and I mean, and I guess the wording mini direct, right? I guess, I guess what I'm hoping to hear from Nintendo is their, what I'm going to call the, the big direct. Do you know what I mean? 
like, all right, so Nintendo, what do you got up your sleeve? Because what you've got here for third parties and what you showed us, like, like it almost, okay, this almost sounds like a really weird comment. And maybe, maybe I just figured it out. Okay. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face uh, that you were literally okay, figuring it out as you follow, talked. <laughs> follow along. Fo- follow um, along on a journey. Follow along, me, along. Will you? Yes. Last yes. week was about indies. This week was really about third parties. Next week is about oh, the no. show. Oh, no. You're talking crazy you, talk you, now. Are we still thinking before, before the 31st fiscal year end? Or top of April? Maybe top of April. I don't know. Like, you, like you're, it's almost like you're layering a cake. Here's your indies. Here's your third parties. Here's your mainstay. Right? As opposed to like one boom. Because, I mean, if they put in maybe their content... This direct might have been 40 or 50 minutes, and that's right. too big. Do you know what I mean? Again, I'm crazy talk here, but my question is, where is Nintendo, right? Where is – because we? Because here's the thing. Typically, we would have a June game. Last year, it was Mario Maker. The year before it, it was Mario Tennis. The year before that, it was ARMS. There's always something in that June slot from Nintendo, which is kind of a kind of a big game for them, and we have got nothing. Traditionally, we would see a third party get, or sorry, a port around May. That's where we had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, right? So these things align. Um, so I'm just curious, right? Or, or do they now go quiet? Do they go quiet now? We don't hear anything from them again until a, or until E3, right? Like it's fascinating to see what they're doing. I'm excited about it as a fan. I think it's interesting stuff to watch, but I would love to hear to see like what is Nintendo actually got up their sleeve? Yeah, I know I need to look up when mine expire. I think one might expire in June and two expire in July. I need to. Sure, you might, you, I don't so, know, if you can transfer those things or gift them to anyone, but you may be having to gift I, some no, of those to I, people. I, or, 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 buy, or buy Tropical Freeze or something that I didn't really yeah. want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I so noticed, I said a DK game on purpose. Yeah, I noticed that. Thank you. I really, I really, I really hate you so much. Uh, I am sure that uh, I'm sure that the Twitch chat is lighting me up for uh, for speculating there might be a direct next week as well. Uh, I, uh, I don't I don't blame you for thinking that. I mean, because the the layering and it's exciting to think about. But um, so there's another side of that coin, right? It's that they could be just getting ready for the uh, next the, the the next big thing, which is going to be yeah. late May or June, June, whatever. C- correct. They could absolutely hold off till then, right? And I mean, I think, you know, we've got almost, we, this was 200 days before a direct, right? And again, yeah. if you're like, oh, they're complaining about a direct again, I'm just, I, oh, it's a business speculation. It's an interesting thing. I, I love the fact we got to say, I love the fact of surprise drop, the games in it. Like, there are like six games in here that I want and I'm interested in. So I'm happy that I got tons of play. But it's it, a very it interesting, it's an interesting communication beat. That's what fascinates me from business. Interesting, yeah. their communication of what's happening and how it's changing. That still so, goes with with your uh, discussion about the, um, the 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 end the fiscal year or yeah the fiscal yeah. year thing. So yeah. that they want to get out these things to show their um, people that we're doing something and to you know that week to say here you got the indies, we've got the third parties, and then if next week they say boom, here's uh, a direct about x game or these three games coming up or whatever it may be you know then yeah i think that would probably make a lot of uh, those people happy 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would think going into a, into an investor's meeting at the end of April and saying, and then being like, so what games do you have? Right? right. Where are your where are your IPs? Where are your sales coming from? Right? Because you're you you know like if you're if you're hosting Orderlands, you're getting some of that money, but most of that money is going back to you know to two K. So where is your income coming from? <laughs> Right. And okay. Well, you're like, well, it's coming from, it's coming from console sales. And you're like, okay, well, what drives console sales? Uh, well, software typically drives console sales. Cool. So what software do you have? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of this like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Google's trying, Google's still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and Nintendo is a really well, is a, is a, is a company that has done this long enough to know how things work. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's also not, it's not that they've run out of IPs. It's not that they don't have the capacity to work on stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you ain't doing nothing with a 3DS. Do you remember that was the, that right. was the, that was the deal. You have basically two, you have double, double teaming, right? Like, so they have something up their sleeve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we talked about before, right? I think there is something up their sleeve yep. and the timing is going to be I think has to do with the competitive nature, even though we're, we want to see the Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft and now the other players, you know, Stadia and Amazon, when they come and bring their yep. stuff, Apple's now a competitor, you know, all these things that, but the biggest one, Sony, Microsoft, that they're not really doing much right now other yep. than getting ready to ramp up their console launch. Mm-hmm. So maybe yep. Nintendo is holding back to prepare for that. Uh, business strategy wise for us yep. as fans frustrate us because we want you know keep this monthly games coming yeah you know we don't have the time to play them no like i'm i'm also also <laughs> the very like let's also be very honest i was like all right cool, cool yes cool, cool cool like nothing until may i'm all right with this i need a break we all need that right i want to answer a couple of questions here uh joe oh, hansen says the, ahead, the, br- the break in releases will still give me a chance to replay uh, but the back like the dragon quest games i have in my backlog and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got, yeah, it's not like I have a lack of games, right? Um, like, and again, again, this is not from a, ah, where are the games? Greedy, I want more. You're not giving me enough. This is, I'm, my conversation is coming from business perspective. It's coming from communication. It's coming from that perspective. I find that fascinating, right? And then as a fan, I do want to be like, guys, I love your main, I love your mainstream games. Like, what's going on? Hey, um, so that's what I want, I want to answer, I want to answer uh, some questions here. Joe Hansen says, Xenoblade is essentially a Nintendo title. Hundred percent, you're right, Joe. It is, um, and that's their main point. Their main port that you're expecting. Totally, I understand that. A lot of that work's done. Do you know what I mean? Like that wasn't that. I mean, sure, it takes time and effort to remaster and remix and to port, but like that's not a that's not a from the ground. That's not a from scratch. That's a port. The, the frame was there uh, again. Anyway, I mean, does that, that count? Does that count as a 3ds port? Because it was a 3ds game. But also, wasn't it a Wii game? It, it was. It was, game, it was Wii originally, and it went to 3ds. So they have they they have the resolution before doubling the original resolution. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Although, again, it does look gorgeous, and I am interested in that one. But I'm still working on Xenoblade Chronicles. What's the other one that you have that I picked up for the Switch? Xenoblade. What's the one? Chronicles Two. That the yes, and this is definitive edition. Yeah, that's the one. I. Honest to God, guys, the naming convention just wrecks my brain. All right. Like, and the amount of times they've almost called it Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger, like, there's something wrong with me internally. Um, where did I see this? Uh, the Dan, the block four, he says, 
Animal Crossing is Nintendo's cash cow. It is. However, the cow has come to pasture now. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so that initial big sales you're going to get, you are still going to get sales, but you want to continue to grow that sales as well, right? So you need to, and, and they're going to monetize for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, that's a big sale. And that will be a huge bump that they're going to report. We're going to talk about sales for Animal Crossing here in a little bit. And it's not a big shock. Surprise, surprise. It sold a lot. Right, um, but it's going to go well. I, I mean, I'm interested to see how that shows up in the fiscal report. You but, think they'll um, use Animal Crossing kind of in the same manner they did with uh, Legend of Zelda in the first year, where they had they were able to kind of give some time a little bit. Legend of Zelda was a big game, mm. so they were able to bring over a couple ports before they really got into some of the other. Give things. it, give it some breathing room. Yeah, um, they might be, they might be able to, right? Um, yeah, it'll be inter- that's a good point, Tim. It'll be very interesting to see if they do that, right? I, I I wonder if Breath of the Wild was a because it was Zelda, right? So you give it, you know, give it the the leeway, which yeah. is kind of what we're saying to Animal Crossing. Um, but I also wonder if just there wasn't a ton of games ready at that time as well, right? Because right. that was yes. early on in the system. They had brought over Mario Kart Eight. Arms was uh, June, right? They had some indies, right? Uh, Snake Pass was in there. Um, some other games, right? But nothing huge. So maybe, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it wasn't until what? Until Mario Odyssey, which was the next big one at the end of the year, right? That's so correct. They that was had October. all these little things in between. Well, I'd argue like well, Arms Splatoon, was, Splatoon, Splatoon, Splatoon was, was July. A, right. But right. that a lot of people said that was more of, you know, just you know building on top of what they already, sorry, what they yeah. already had for one. Yeah. So, but I they, mean, it's they, interesting to see. It's just, again, it's not complaining. Like you said, it's just, it's it's fascinating to see what Nintendo's game plan yeah. is. Yeah, it's just strategically, it's so interesting to see what they're doing, right? And then you you couple that on with like, hey, and we're hanging out with Levi's now, and by the way, we have Lego, and by yes. the way, our park opens in a in a year, and you're like, okay, and you've got a movie, you're like, what is going on? And there's so much, yeah, it's just right. interesting. And yet, the, and then then it's like, and by the way, guys, uh, we just dropped a video game. Uh, where you just create an island and build buildings. <laughs> Boom. Right? You know I mean like everyone else is like, we've got a brand new console and we've got teraflops, blah. And they're like, we have got a raccoon that charges you a ridiculous amount of money. Yes. You're gonna pay it because you're a chump and you're gonna buy it. And it they do, and it works, and it does incredible things. So I don't know. All right, that's my rant, folks. Before you move on to the next thing, I do want to go back to the montage. There was one game you mentioned called, uh, I think, is it Fuser? Yeah, the yeah, Fuser. Fuser. Yeah. It's a rhythm-based game that is also interesting. I, I read about this. I think it was at the uh, the last, uh, was it PAX East mm-hmm. that yeah. we, had, we had people go to, and this came up there, I think. And that was, it sounds very interesting, I think. It's a, it's a rhythm game, and it looks like it'll be a lot of fun especially because it looks like it might have some of the music i'm i'm into <laughs> nice awesome i love it another uh, one of the montage games that kind of stands out unusually is vigor doesn't have a release date but has a closed beta starting the ninth yep but no information about how to get into it so um we uh we actually we have applied for that closed beta by the way we had to go through um, one of the mailer key mailer services like um Okay. Media okay. passes. So we've already applied for that. Uh, Vigor is interesting because Vigor is actually was on the other consoles last year. Was it? So uh, shows I'm you what fair, I know. I'm 
fairly sure it is. Maybe we can do do a quick spot check, but I'm pretty sure Vigor had come to other consoles uh, beforehand as well. Uh, a couple other things, just as we're moving through games, just to make sure that people are aware of. Uh, Almost two years bubble, ago, Xbox yeah. One, July of 18. There you go. Uh, bubble Bobble for Friends gets a release in North America of March 31st. I love playing Bubble Bub, Bubble Bobble. Uh, on the NES when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite games. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. So uh, that was good to see this as well. And this was out um, in Europe late yeah. last year. And yeah. we got a, new, an, a strange delay, which no one knows why. It's the localization of the bubbles. Oh. Is that what From it is? From Europe to North America. It's a big language barrier for bubbles. Uh, the other... <laughs> the other <laughs> All right. I don't know what to say. I didn't land as well as I thought it would. The other thing that I would mention that uh, was announced actually yesterday as well was Rogue Company got an actual release window of summer 2020. This is a Apex Legends-esque 4v4 squad based kind of shooter game. Um, Part of high-res studios or the developers or publishers behind it. This looks interesting. But it also looks like they're trying to kind of be a knockoff Apex Legends. But I'm we applied for a beta on that one as we'll see what happens. Uh, and that's coming out in July. Those are those are kind of some big things happening there. Let's let's actually here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some other quick little piece of information that we're gonna go to this Animal Crossing here. Epic Games publisher announces partnership with Gen Design, Deadhead, and Remedy Entertainment. Jesse, this was put in our document. Why? I don't know. I'll ask Tim because I have no, I don't know. Tim, about why this. was this put in our doc? Help me put context. <laughs> I'm not saying right. any bad thing, but help me put context here. Third strongest mole presented it to us in our Discord channel. Thought it would be a good topic to bring up because they, Epic Games is actually going, they're doing publishing partnership with Gen Design, which is behind uh, The Last Guardian uh, game for the PS4, mm-hmm. um, and then Play Dead. Um, uh, I forget. There's Play Dead and then Remedy Entertainment, which recently did Control, and I think they had the Alan Wake games too. Um, for some reason, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on what Play Dead did, but they also did a popular game. And all three of those design companies are working with Epic Games, so Epic Games can publish their games on multiple consoles. And which we're speculating Switch is going to be one of them. Um, Play Dead did Inside and Limbo. Yes, thank you. Oh, yes. Oh. So um, that's the exciting thing behind, behind that, where Epic Games is now getting into publishing and want these designers to focus on design and not worry about the publishing side of things. Okay. And, they, and apparently that, inform- uh, that what they're doing is trying to give them um, flexibility as well. So, Okay. There's a pretty good video on that, too. So if anybody's interested, just go look up the Epic Games publishing announcement. There's a pretty cool video on it. Okay. Very cool. That is that is awesome. That'll be interesting. You know, Epic has been getting into more and more kind of we're seeing their stamp on more and more games as kind of a platform to support. Um, so I think that's interesting. Epic also recently purchased Psionics, didn't they? The folks behind Rocket League. I shouldn't say recently. I think it was like a year ago. Pretty sure. Might want to check that one. Someone check me on that. Someone in the chat, keep me honest. Um, actually, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, Justin's full of it. And I'm pretty sure, pretty <laughs> sure they bought Rocket League for a boat ton of cash. Um, cool. couple, 
couple other pieces of information. Epic buys yeah. Rocket League developer Psionics. That was an article in May 2019. May of 2019? Did I not just say like a year ago? Do you have like a, a buzzer that's like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> Justin was right. Justin was right. Justin was right. This is probably the closest I have. <laughs> Although, in all honesty, though, I do think you need to actually cap capture that. Justin was right. Justin was right. Justin was right. And put that on a soundboard because you're going to be hitting that button all of 2020. You know what I'm saying? Every single time. I'll think all about right. it. You should do it. You should do it. <laughs> um, okay. A couple other pieces of information. Speaking of sales, uh, I'm always interested in this. In Japan, Switch sale or Japan sells more Nintendo Switch units than they sold Wii units. So that's good. Yay, Japan. Yeah, I was, I was surprised that happened so fast. Because, uh, you know, worldwide, it was like 100, 101 million. Crazy. But the the Wii, I could be wrong, I think wasn't as popular, though, in Japan as it was in the U.S. and the U.K. So, uh, I well, mean, it's still... Uh, I didn't realize it was that not popular. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if it was that bad, but... Uh, just well, you know, well this sense. this is the time when mobile gaming starting to starting to be a thing, you know, and console gaming has been on the decline in Japan. Yeah, and we saw this going further into you know the Wii U era, obviously, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that led to the Switch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so those are good things. Uh, speaking of sales, I want to sit in this pocket. Guys, did you know a little game came out this last Friday that has sold a lot? It sold a few units. Sold a few units. If only I could think of what that game was called. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. What is it called? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what, what of course, I'm talking about here is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, And I'm taking this information from The Verge. It also says Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. You, <laughs> thank you. There we go. There we go. Always quick. Thank you, Ebisol. Um <laughs> Doom Crossing. Although apparently for a while there, uh, both Animal Crossing and uh, Doom Eternal, from what I understand, was actually receiving the same ratings. Or not the same ratings. I apologize. Not ratings. Score. Metacritic score. I apologize. Animal Can Crossing imagine that? I know. I, I did <laughs> see some images, though. People were like, uh, they made it like super dark. Like yeah. it was like I I've I think it looks hilarious. I think uh, Taco has an article on that. You should take a look at it. Basically, yep. it's Animal Crossing, but everything is like looks like murder, a murder mystery scene. type thing. Yeah, I was like, that's amazing. So, Animal Crossing: New Horizon. I'm taking this from The Verge, which is going to reference Famitsu here in a couple moments, is on track to become one of the best-selling video games of all time in Japan, according to the sales figures released by Famitsu. The game managed to sell one point. 88 million physical copies in its opening three days in, in Nintendo's home market. A number far, far bigger than any other Switch game or Animal Crossing game to date. Fumitsu, uh, Fumitsu does not track digital sales, so the actual number could be significantly higher. This is especially with what's going on. Yeah, especially with what's going on and especially I think – and here's the thing. Like I had a conversation and I guess if you're in our chat, maybe help participate here, folks. This is why I love our chat. Uh, If you are in our chat right now, let me know. Did you buy Animal Crossing and did you buy it physically or digitally? Okay, physically or digitally, if you bought Animal Crossing, let us know in the chat right now just to do a quick little count here. This – and 
this seems like a game that a lot of people are buying digitally because it's a game that you're, you're always going back to. You know what I mean? Like you don't be swapping that cartridge out all the time because there's so much to go into it. Um, I thought this is interesting. And this is why I cannot wait to see these sales numbers in April, because if this is what they did in Japan in physical in three days, I think this game could be cracking nearly the 10 million mark potentially in the 11 days it has to sell. Yeah, I originally Worldwide. said I didn't think it was going to be that high in less than two weeks. Yep. Like, I didn't think it was going to pass Pokemon 16 million, that it had six weeks to do. Yep. 16 million is probably still a push, but it's going to get closer than I thought. I was thinking at least breaking top 10, which is yeah. six million. Yeah, for sure, right? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe my maybe my guess here for um, for uh, ten million in that first ten days is absurd, but I I, I bet you it's somewhere between six and eight million. We're going to see them report out. Uh, just looking at the quick uh, quick commentary here. Uh, let's see here. Can you grab some of that there? Evisel uh, physical. Uh, <laughs> The fort, uh, block fort says Nick bought one of each. Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> Antonio says he bought digitally. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, physical. I love physical. Okay. Uh, I remember Bobby bought four. So yeah. Well, Bobby's just Bobby doesn't. You know, <laughs> one for um, each of his switches. Almost probably, probably like that. Right? And I think he was giving one away too, or something. Yeah. So so this game has sold a trim, and you know the interesting part was. Friday, when it became live, Friday through all the way, I would even argue up until like yesterday, my Twitter feed, if we scrolled through like Nintendo Dad's Twitter feed, not what we're posting, but who we follow, it was all Animal Crossing. Like or if this, you even see the friends you follow, it was yeah. a tremendous line, line of all, you know, Animal Crossing players. And I don't know about you guys. Yeah, like going online, like, you know, you've got your little icon, in the left-hand corner, and there's like, hey, players are online. And like my number count is like, I saw I saw it last week. And it was on Friday and Saturday, and it was 8 a.m. in the morning, and I turned the switch on, and it's 41 people are online right now. I've got 25 I was like, right now. 41 of my friends are online right now, and I went through it. It's like Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, Picto Chat. And I was like, oh, there's Jesse. Awesome. Let's keep going through. Uh, so this game, I think, has just got the world on fire, um, and I think maybe it's the timing. Maybe it's maybe it's what's going on in the world. Maybe this is like that just oh, pure simple animal escapism. Crossing, animal Crossing all yeah. across. Twenty five yeah. people on here. Yeah, like so. I don't know what to say. It's it's just good. all the the this planets aligned essentially yeah. for this game because uh, it is, I think, a great game for when you're stuck inside, right? <laughs> And you can't go outside. Well, you can. You can go outside, but you can't mingle with anybody right now. But, um, yeah, it's like it's the hot topic. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, Bobby made a good point, I think, in one of his shows that he says it's going to be interesting to see the fallout of it. You know, a lot of people are hyped for it right now. Yeah. What What's going to happen in a few weeks from that, all that hype? We're going to see the real people who are going to stick with this for the year Yeah. Uh, to see each season go through and then obviously you're going to have your hardcore animal crossing players who just keep playing it mm -hmm. you know, years on end until yeah. the next one comes out. So 
Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool. And I think those numbers we're looking at too, I think even, uh, um, Nintendo show, they were talking about it where Pat and Bobby were both talking about it. And Pat was like, it's going to be 10 million. And I think Bobby was also around the 7 million mark where you are. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this time frame, especially within this last few days of this uh, fiscal quarter. Yeah, and I, I yeah. don't remember who reported it, but uh, fiscal year. So, someone said that in Europe, the physical sales outsold New Leafs physical sales in the same time mm-hmm. period by three and a half times. Yes, yeah, I read that as well. Um, so it's it's just landing. It's just landing really well. And again, I don't know whether it's it's the, the fact the game is awesome. Like, I think there's a lot of factors that contribute. The game's really good. It's mm-hmm. the first one on mainstream. There's, like, passionate fans. And then, again, I hate to keep coming back to it, the world that we currently are in right now, right? Yeah. This idea to, like, literally be able to say, like, I can control this. I can build my house here. This, like, pure escapism to a world that feels simpler, to a place where you can socialize. I can use the word, quote, unquote, socialize digitally. Right. And just, it's not about shooting something. It's not about killing something. It's not about racing. It's just about being. And it's one of those games, too, where I've seen it uh, said a lot in those Twitter feeds and in my own, even, or people I follow, where, uh, or even in our Discord, where they're like, hey, my, my spouse is talking about wanting to get a light in this game so they can play their own island or whatever. Yeah. Um, and or I've seen in other areas where it was like when we talked about this before, where there's a lot of Animal Crossing fans just playing New Leaf yeah. for this day. And they all purchased that, you know, special edition console uh, Animal Crossing version um, and got that because they're hardcore fans or whatever. Or if yeah. they didn't, they got the light because they really like that. But it's just seen a lot of that. And I also want to see the numbers behind the council sales itself. Mm-hmm. Of how this Animal Crossing pushed this. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Animal Crossing in a couple of moments when we talk about what we have been playing. But I want to take a quick moment here and say, I don't know a lot about Animal Crossing. I'm only going to tell you what I've been playing for a bit. And Tim, you've been playing a little bit of it, obviously, as well. Uh, but I want to encourage you, if you love Animal Crossing and you want more and more Animal Crossing content, did you know, Tim, that we have an actual podcast show about Animal Crossing? I know, right? (laughs) Uh, And that should be in your feed. Of course we do. That should be in your feed right now. Uh, Dad's Crossing, which is uh, Dan and uh, Nick and Sean, and they sit around and talk about Animal Crossing. And it is an amazingly awesome show to listen to. And this week, actually, Nintendo guru himself, Bobby Pauls, joined the lads uh, to talk about the game. So make sure you guys check that episode out. Apparently, they bullied Sean to finally starting a Twitter account. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's what internet friends are all about. It's all about yes. bullying. Um, so those guys one are just doing a fantastic exactly. <laughs> They're doing a fantastic job over there. So you need to go check them out. Give them a listen. Uh, again, I, we're going to talk about it a little bit here, but I could, I cannot go into the depths that they do, and they just know everything, and they they, they make help sense all to them. Of the community and what they totally do. Yes. And if you are an Animal Crossing's fan, you've got the game, and you're like, this is awesome. Big thank you to Nick who made that picture of me with my shirt off kind of celebrating. That is now a QRC code that you can download and put on a shirt uh, for your character in Animal Crossing and walk around wearing it as well. 
We'll put so it on check, your wall. Put it on your wall. Check it out. It is on the Endad's mm-hmm. Twitter feed. Thanks for Chris for sending that original picture too. So yeah, scary how much he had access to that one. <laughs> it's it's really bothering me actually. Uh, yeah, exactly. So Dad's Crossing. Oh, Dad's it's Crossing. Not singular. Dad's. Singular. Okay, dad, dad Crossing. Dad Crossing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting yelled at here in the chat. Uh, the chat. Well, it's not just you. He's yelling at everyone who said it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Sorry, Dan. I apologize. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. yeah well, there's sorry. multiple dads on the show, so I'm going to say dad's crossing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, right, I, I, think the, I think the file name I have of the logo is called dad's yeah, crossing oh, logo. <laughs> so I should probably fix that. Probably before we get in more trouble from the guys, but they're doing fantastic. Those guys make sure to check them out. And I just love how passionate they are. And if you ever have a question about Animal Crossing or you don't know where to start, you know, hit up any of those guys. Um, and they are happy to try and walk you through it and explain it to you. Um, and they don't make you feel stupid, which is awesome. If Phil asks if we say Lego with an S. Legos. Go play with your Legos. I dinner's, do. Dinner's table. Dinner's table. <laughs> dad's. All right, moving on. Okay, <laughs> folks, uh, not a lot of rumors. We covered some of the stuff that was in, by the way, the way, by the way, the way, oh my gosh. The folks that helped out in the Patreon wow. and uh, some voting for what we're taught, what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, you guys helped us to dictate what we we're going to talk about today. So we did spend a fair bit of our time talking about the direct reaction. Of course, uh, Animal Crossing sales. I'll talk about impressions here in a couple moments as well. So, guys, thank you very much for everyone who votes to kind of help us direct our show topic as well. Let's speaking of what we've been playing, let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? <laughs> The Dan chat's is still, still going. Dan nuts. is still going in our chat right now. He's just he's just blowing it up. I love it. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> All right. So since Tim and I have been playing Animal Crossing, and we're going to spend probably a good ten to fifteen minutes chatting about that, Jesse, why don't you go first? And we're going to pretend like we have mild interest in what you're saying. Go on. Thank you. So I, I looked at my Switch today when I l- l- logged into the eShop to download the, the two games today, and saw that the game that's currently running was Dude Stop that I talked about two weeks ago. So I haven't oh. touched my Switch in two weeks, which I think is a first. Wow. Because, you know, I've been playing Dragon Quest V on the DS, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but this week I've been just so busy, I haven't really had a chance to do any gaming. The only thing I've been able to squeeze in was, I, I, which I think I might have talked about it last week, I did a playthrough and live-streamed it on my personal channel of Portal, Friday night, mm, mm-hmm. and then last night I did half of Portal Two, and I was hoping to get oh, the other half done before the show, but I ended up working thirteen hours today. Sure. So okay, uh, I'll I'll try to finish clean that up this weekend, and then try to, probably we'll get into uh, one of the Dragon Quests that I haven't yeah, played I, yet. I mean, but I didn't want to call it. you out. I didn't that's, want to call you out publicly in front of everyone. But like this is a, this is actually just a little bit of a team meeting more than anything else. Work you got to get your together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, that was yeah. Find the timestamp. You have to beat that. Sorry, you got to get your stuff together, Jesse. Right? Like, come on, come on, buddy. For those of you that don't know, uh, he's literally going to find a, a pencil right now to write down that timestamp because he has to edit that. Can you use the switch sound for when I Probably. swear? Yeah, oh, that's I could- awesome. You're the best person who I just cursed at. <laughs> 
Thank you. All right. Tim, you want to talk about Animal Crossing now? Yes, sir. How many hours have you put into this thing? I just want to know, just in reference, like, I don't want to spoil things for you. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so much story behind this. I'm going to actually look that up right now because I want to know exactly. Well, it's been less than 10 it days. It's not going to tell you. very long. Huh? If it's been less than 10 days, it's not going to tell you the hours yet. Uh, you can First kind of ballpark it. six days it. ago. Yes. Okay. So it didn't tell me. I am going to ballpark that it's probably <laughs> been about 10 hours for me. I've probably put 10 hours in. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, because the first day I think I played, first full day I had to play it, wasn't on the day of release, but yeah. I think it was all day, it was Sunday, yes, because okay. I was doing other things Saturday. Uh, all day Sunday I was playing okay. for probably like six or seven hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, and then on and off since that weekend, and then I mm-hmm. played probably a couple hours tonight so yeah do you feel like you're kind of going in trying to find a routine is that kind of like what you know like you know you do your tasks yeah i'm kind of i'm hovering around the tasks a lot i haven't really done anything to focus on say my place i did start Mm -hmm. doing the house thing so i can unlock certain aspects of the game for that yeah Uh, but i'm not really i'm not doing the tasks necessarily to spruce up my house although i'm adding things as i find them or get Mm -hmm. them to it but that's going to come later as I've collected everything, or maybe I found what I want to design for. But right now it's more of, I want to find the things to plant more fruits. I want to go visit the other Island so I can get the fruits I don't have. Right. Do the tasks that I have on that, uh, task card. I I know I'm not getting the names, right? That's That's okay. That's the dad crossing job. (laughs) Yeah. Dad crossing. That's what I said. Dad crossing. Dad crossing. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, Okay, so where I am currently, so let me talk a little bit about my experience again. I think I put about 10 hours in. Here is what I have accomplished. Or when I say I, I'm going to caveat this a little bit, star asterisk. What myself and my residents of my island have been able to accomplish in these uh, last week. So got my tent, settled in. Uh, I was able to relatively quickly pay off my 5,000 bells, some, you know, during that tutorial. And I was like, wow, this is super easy. I've already paid off my debt, like in the first day. Yay. And then, and then Tom Nook just gets you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just gets your hooks into you. So I do have more uh, debt. I, yeah, more debt. So I do have the, 000, the, right? the next level of house, whatever that is. Uh, we were able to bring Blathers to come into the museum, and he has set up the museum. Um, and so that was actually a really interesting experience because we had – it was kind of like, hey, you need to send bring us 15 more creatures, and then he'll set the museum. So on Saturday, both my daughters went in, and they set up their own profiles, their own, and they went into the island and set their tent. Then my wife set up her tent. Right. So we're good. We're awesome. I appreciate it. Right. We're, we're doing well. And then we decided to do party mode and party mode has become the worst family experience I may have ever had in my entire life. (laughs) Fundamentally party mode makes sense to me. 
we all go around, we all chop things, we all pull things, and it all goes in the recycling bin. And then if we all come back to it at the like after we're done, we can swap turns back and forth. You grab what you need. We're all happy. It's kind of like group resourcing. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic premise. Except Does it for when turn you have into a an nine year old, a nine year old and an eleven year old who's like, I need this. I want to do this. I need to go craft this right now. Blah. And you're like, no, that's not what we're doing. Like we had to set down rules. So we're like, okay, fine. We get the crafting done. I was like, okay. Cause there's a family event. I was like, okay, it's cool. It's fine. The kids are really enjoying it. We're great. And it was, it was getting them involved. So the next morning get up and the switch is gone. Oh, and my daughter has gotten dun, dun, dun. very, very early in the morning and has been playing animal crossing for what I believe was at least two hours. And what I did not realize was that there is a finite of resources on your island every single day. This is so what my, we've been saying for months. I know. So my daughter, <laughs> my daughter went through at like 6 a.m. local time and basically chopped everything she needed down, took all the weeds, cleared the entire island essentially of everything, and then was as happy as could be. And she cashes it all in for bells. So she's like, Dad, I have 48,000 bells and I have paid off my house and I have already paid off my tent and I've got this house coming. And we're all like, cool, I'm stuck in a tent and I have nothing. <laughs> so we had to start like putting around kind of like conversations about if you go and do that, there's nothing for us. So you need to learn how to like share or create a schedule or rules around these type of things. So. We get to a point where we kind of like get blathers. He's in his tent construction and he's like, you guys need to bring me 15 more fossils and this stuff and we'll, we'll start. And at some point on Sunday, I was like, cool, we need to bring 10 more. We've gotten five. I was like, congratulations. And we'll slowly pick away at it. The next day, my daughter's like, Hey, blathers is under construction. I was like, what do you mean blathers is under construction? She's like, yeah. They're building the museum. I said, really? Because you needed to find 10 more of it. And she's like, yeah, I did all of that. And I was like, you are taking away this experience from everybody else. Do you mean like if we're going to do it as a family, we do it as a family, but you're right. kind of off doing your own little thing. So Animal Crossing has provided me both relaxing moments and also moments of just pure wanting to pull my hair out right. when playing it. I, I, I think you've discovered something about your daughter. I have. A, she, yeah, totally. Like, she's deep into it. Like, she's, like, yeah. She, <laughs> which isn't a shock. I'm not shocked by that. Um, yeah. But it's, here's what I'm going to say. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm finding, like, the morning routine is like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And all of a sudden, look down, I'm like, oh, two hours is gone. It's, it's, it's that one more thing. It's that one more hook. And I'm not really designing a lot right now. I'm like, oh, I'm catching this. And by the way, I found a message. And by the way, I'm collecting this and I'm expanding my my pocket. So now I have everything. Now I have storage in my house. I'm going to put things there. And so there's all these little bits and bobs that go with it. But like, it's so zen. It's so relaxing. Yeah. I'm enjoying every moment of it. And But then I also love that like my experience is very different than probably your experience. Yeah. Mine um, is more, more single player experience. Okay. Uh since my son traded in his switch earlier or last year, um, was it he's traded it in. So we don't have a dock on the main TV anymore. So, yeah. so it's my dock is here next to the PC for recording. 
So I haven't got another dock yet. And so it's not as easy just to go up there and do the family thing. So it's yeah. mainly just been me playing it. Um, so it's been a single player experience and I've been enjoying it because of those reasons. Like it's very relaxing. I can see why people get into Animal Crossing for that yeah. reason or yeah. even Stardew Valley for that matter. If you you know, want to think of it that way because that's what my wife is into. Yeah, yeah. She's still into that. And she's like, I don't need Animal Crossing right now. So, which is weird. My- yeah, my my <laughs> wife she started with <laughs> uh, Jody a little bit after playing um, Animal Crossing. After we had the, the the kids harvesting festival resourcing thing, I was like, okay, the kids are off to bed. I was like, why don't you play for a bit? So she's playing for a bit because she's like, I can't go much further because all the resources are gone. I was like, all right, fair enough. So the next day, I was like, do you want to play some Animal Crossing? Like, do you want to try it? She's like, no, I'm going back to Stardew Valley. And I was like. <laughs> So maybe when the kids have kind of gone off their high, I was going to say, is that because of the kids? That's because of the kids completely. Like she was like at one point when we were doing the party thing, she's like, I don't want to play with you guys. She's like, you're not making it fun, right? You're it's about all of us collectively, but you, you over there, you want to go make a ax you over there. You want to go paint your house or do, or put a picture up in your house. We're like, no, that's, that's not what we're doing right now. So it's kind of, it's kind of been this, uh, this communication thing. The other part of it I find is like, because I have four residents, when I'm getting stuff in the morning, I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do everything. I should just grab a couple of things and I'll leave it just in case they decide to come and do something. So like, I'm thinking of that way. Uh, Ebisol asks in the chat, uh, who is the island rep? I am the island rep, Ebisol. Uh, I set myself up. When I came in, I set everything up so they didn't have to do any of that. They just had to come in and set their profile. So that may be, I mean, there may be something in there. And she did drop down a tree. Um, so that was legitimate. Um, so yeah. Maybe I did something wrong. I am going to ask the chat, though, very quickly. Or maybe you'll know, Tim. Has Gulliver shown up on your shores yet? Washed yes. up? Yep. And and his cell phone is broken? Yes, and I found all the parts. Are all Okay, I have four of the five parts, and the last one is driving me bonkers. Are they all on the same shore beach he showed up on? No. Okay, so they're all on the beach around the entire island? Yes. I went all uh, around my okay. beach. Okay, I um, okay, cool. I need to think about that then. And I guess it'd be like, do you know where they are? You won't know where they are because it's a completely they're, different they're island random. for you. Yep. Are, are they? Oh, are they completely random? Okay, because I was just like, wow, I found the first four quickly, and then I couldn't find the fifth one, and it was driving me bonkers, <laughs> absolutely yes. bonkers. Yes. So, and I had, I was just before we got started, I was trying to find five uh, wisps for the ghost that I met. So. I guess there's a ghost you can meet up on the shore at night. Oh, I haven't gone. To, I haven't. I've done a lot of it in the morning. I, maybe I'll go tonight before I go to bed and just check it and see if I can find wizard. That's what I, I need to do. Opposite of that. I, I oh, haven't done anything in the morning. I just okay. do a lot of stuff at night. I, I have one of my residents who who is definitely a night owl. And I don't mean it in that they're an actual owl. <laughs> like, because yeah. I'm sure there is one. Yeah, that's Blathers. He's <laughs> an owl. Right. Well, he's yeah. not a resident. He's He runs the, the museum. The museum. Yeah. Um, also, just in general, quick commentary that I've discovered. Tom Nook is shady. You know what I'm saying? He's a real shady. He, he owns a pyramid scheme for sure. For sure. Right. Um, here's my impression of Animal Crossing, though. I can, I'm can. i so happy I bought it digitally because I, I would hate to be flipping that card out every single day. Right. And it definitely feels like a game that I can pop in at any time and just do a little bit more. And that nice kind of escapisms. 
Um, yep. So man, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm loving it right now. I'm excited to see all the stuff that they do. I don't know if I'll get into like all the like, hey, here's my here's how my island looks and it's all crafty and perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know yet either on that part because it's uh, it looks like fun, but you got to have some patience for that, especially if you saw what Dan did with his. So yeah, it was uh, it was awesome looking, and and you even watch Guru and what he does. I mean, just amazing to watch some of these people that are totally into it totally designs and all that yeah. kind of stuff um I, who knows if i'll yeah. get that far but right cool. now it's just i'm just doing the tasks like I said. Yeah. Well, what was the role that you mentioned where you the first person to log to create the island is the oh um i was the rep the, the resident rep, rep. yeah okay because I, I don't remember who it was in the discord but their kid signed in first and became the rep mm. and it doesn't play often and only the rep can make certain decisions. So because of the, so he's behind on things because things aren't happening yeah. because the rep isn't playing. So he's considering rerolling. So again, that and what you your situation with your your family at six in the morning, yeah, are all good arguments for people should should have the ability to have their own save files. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it was it was interesting because that was exactly what Jody had said to me. She's like. I, she's like, like the, the gameplay loop, she would get hooked on. I know she would if she gave it a shot, but she's like, I don't like the fact that I have to share the island with the kids. And it's not like she's like a mean person who can't share, but she's like, I think it's kind of dumb because we are literally sharing the same resources. So if Morgan gets up at 6 a.m. and decides to just be kind of selfish and like farms the entire island, yeah. well, I, a lot of my tasks occur, especially the stage she's in currently, require I need the wood. I need X, I need Y. And if you've done all those things, I can't get any of those things. That's kind of not fair, right? right? I love the fact that what we can, there are things that we're doing together that have an impact. And like, for example, Morgan went and she found all the stuff for Blathers and I didn't have to do that, but now Blathers is there and he has a full museum. That's awesome. I love the fact they can deposit their fossils and their stuff and build that collection. That's awesome. I'm looking to build out the, not, not craft services, the service tent. I've been trying to get all the things I need. I'm almost there. But like when it's in there, when I give them the supplies they need, it will be for everyone to use. Like I like those pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like I do something yeah. that has an impact positively to our to our community. But like I don't like the fact that you can take all my wood. Like don't do that. I'm looking <laughs> for that. Yeah. If it's so, all it was him that has his – that is thinking about re-rolling his game. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, also just – Quick, I want to throw a quick uh, statement here. Uh, Dan, thank you very much for subscribing for Amazon or for Twitch Prime uh, for four months. Currently on a three-month streak. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate that. That is awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Um, it's it's those kind of like it's so it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and then the interesting thing, like so, my so Jody put a the a, a house on the beach, and so I had went to another island and I found pineapples. And not, yeah, it was pineapples, I think it was pineapples. And so then I went down to her house and I planted pineapple trees around her house. She doesn't know I planted them. She hasn't gone in yet. But when she shows up, there's going to be pineapple trees around her house. Because yeah. I was like, this will be a nice little surprise, right? And like being able to message the kids using the message board or sending those notes. That's where, so assuming your kids don't go in and chop them down first. Oh, I swear. <laughs> right? That's probably exactly what's going to happen. It's going to drive me nuts. But like, yeah, like I said, I sent each of the kids a note using the, the note system, right? And it's just kind of like, hey, when they go to their mailbox, there's a little note from dad or whatever yeah. it is. And, and so it's, it's just a very. There's definitely aspects of the game that it lends to why Nintendo did this, right? With yeah. the family aspect, yeah. 
or roommates or however you want to play your spouse or your significant other, you know, being able to play together. But it shows how smart Nintendo has been with this game as well, because it's like a gateway drug. Like your wife was saying, she wants to be able to do her tasks, right? So it's going to lead, I think, a lot of people to say, you know, this is fun just playing on this one game, but I want my own island. I want to do what I want to do there. So that will lead. If they don't already have a Switch, they're going to get the Switch and then the game. And then there's Nintendo's numbers blowing up again. Yeah, exactly. And then if they have digital copies, they'll need to buy the second copy because you can't share that. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much. There's so much layer on um, but again, man, yeah, I have, I've been loving it. It's just a ton of fun. It's part of my like routine right now. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, exactly. And then it, like, like you said, I, I, or like we were talking about, I played it mostly at night. I'm trying to figure out, okay, I need to fit it in the routine in the morning so I could get some of those morning things or those yeah. items. Because if you look at things that you catch, there's certain times that they're yep. only available. In fact, um, and I'm sure that, dad crossing team would tell us you know this too but uh that there's limited time left in march mm-hmm. and this this season i think or is it just march it might be yeah because the season ends yeah. in march for this yeah for this game uh well that, i think i think if i remember from new leaf that things did rotate monthly not necessarily yes, seasonally yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. this does it seasons this does it by seasons. so january february march is a season if i remember correctly um, but I'm sure somebody in the chat will correct me, but, um, it, the season's going to end at the end of March. And then that season of bugs, fish, whatever are available is going to end at the end of March. Yeah. So, string fish, right string fish appears to be the one, yes. um, at the end of March. So yeah, there's definitely things that are disappearing, right? So you kind of, you kind of get into that uh, right away. Yeah. There's definitely that hook, right? And it's so, and then music is just so chill. Like it's, it really is. Yeah, and I've gone back to it, and I think the time that we are currently in the world that we need, this is the kind of the right game, the right time. Um, I would also say this as well. If you are a newcomer to Animal Crossing, like I was, and I had not played anything, there were some fantastic videos out on places like IGN or Game Explain. They're like, top 10 things that you need to know about Animal Crossing, or top 10 things they don't tell you, or here's how to do X, here's how to do Y. Um, of course, the Dad Crossings will cover a lot of that information, and our good friend Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, has videos on his channel. There's a lot of content out there, so you shouldn't feel overwhelmed if you're a newcomer like I am. And the other great part about it is it's it's a game that takes it's at your own pace. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I love the fact that like Tim and I have both spent a fair amount of time. Uh, our unless you have a nine year old, then you're on her pace. Yeah, then you're on her pace. I got to figure <laughs> that one out altogether. I actually, so legitimately, here's yes. here's what I, here's what I did to stop it. Uh, I have to start work at 7 a.m. and the girls aren't getting up till about 9 a.m. So I take the switch out of the dock and I come down to my office and I put it in my office. Because if I'm in my office and my door is closed, they can't come in. So I've basically taken it off the table for the for the hours that I'm in the, in work. So that see it right, just take it away. Nice. Um, That's why you were able to get that picture earlier today. Also, also gives me an opportunity to uh, to do a little bit of uh, resourcing, you know, because <laughs> they're not doing it. Yes. Right. Right. So I think it was asked in the chat because they were wondering how you got things done so fast on the first day. But have either of you done the time travel? No. No. Uh, the only time travel that I will ever consider requires a DeLorean 88 miles an hour 
and a large <laughs> clock, sir. Yes. The flux capacitor. Well, flux I've got the lightning, I, apparently. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and by the way, spring does start in April. So yeah. and, that's um, how you have to get that stuff. For the and it sounds like it's emperor butterflies, bit layers, yellow perch, stringfish, sturgeon, sea butterfly, football fish. Holy darn it. Wow, okay. There's a lot, yes. I'm so and glad that, that uh, these guys are in our chat right now because I got nothing for you. Yep. That's why anybody who's really into this game and wants to get that stuff, they need to follow Dad Crossing, the Twitter, and in our Discord, and on YouTube. Yeah. And the podcast. And yeah. the Twitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They've been streaming there, too. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Final thoughts here, Tim. We're going to continue talking about Animal Crossing, obviously, but like anything, anything else? We're taking over you, Dad Crossing. No. Right? Well, we're, we're gonna, we've got to be guests on the show soon, I'm sure. They brought Bobby on there. I can't believe that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, it's been a single player game for me, most mostly. Um, my kids are were freaking out at first, like, you got that game? You didn't tell us you were getting that game? It's like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I used one of my vouchers for it. I've had it for a while. I pre-purchased and everything, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's nice and relaxing. I I do like this better than New Leaf. I don't know why. I don't know why it's hitting hitting me better than New Leaf did. Um, but I do like this version better so far, and um, and I'm just enjoying it at my own pace. And I've been actually trying to avoid. I mean, I, I glance over what the guys got going on in the Discord channel, following along what everybody else is doing, because I like seeing that aspect of it. But even though there's not like heavy spoilers because it's not a story-driven game, I still try not to you know, get too much given away. But they have mm-hmm. been helpful for me, you know, because I'm going slower to just give me like the money tree thing. I didn't know about that. Um, that's because I dug up the thousand yep. coins and then yep. just was like, oh, I got a thousand coins and I put it in my pocket yep. and missed the opportunity to plant a money tree. So they told me I had another chance, so, which, yeah, was yeah. Good, which was good. Yeah, lots of lots. Of, and it was it was interesting. Like there's weird things you just don't come to kind of like that. Like I, I had heard that tip. I was like, great. And then someone's like, hey, if you're looking for more, you know, peaches or apples, please plant an apple or peach tree. I was like, well, how do you do that? They're like, take don't, an apple or a peach. Or don't sell and, them plant it and i was like oh like it just like blew my mind i was like ah yeah i actually so felt pretty felt pretty good about not eating or selling those cherries my mom gave me so i don't know if your mom's letter she gave you cherries or something else but i got cherries from my mom on the first day i have to check what she gave me i don't i don't know yeah on the first day i opened the email and or the mail and it was she gave me some cherries and i was like sweet i wonder how much i can get for those and i was like oh wait a minute if i plant them i can grow more and then just i i need i need cher- i need cherries how do i come get cherries from you tim we need to figure this out we need to figure this right. out after after the call today. we'll do that after All well right. after the call we're gonna connect we're gonna get cherries yes. i'm excited now this is gonna be awesome you uh can be, g- you can do the best friend thing that's sorry that's the other thing i did with nick too was uh nick was on and I was on, and we he let me come into his town, and I was able to get a fruit from him. Uh, and then he also gave me a ladder, which was pretty sweet, So, because um, I didn't have to wait for my game to give me the ladder. He gave me, he had an extra one. I was like, yeah. sweet. So I was able to get around my island with the ladder. And then uh, I, I said, can we test out the best friend thing? And he said, sure. So I 
I made him a best friend. He made me a best friend. And now we were able to chat with the messaging thing, even when yeah. we're not in the same game together, which is pretty uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's figure that out after the call. Then I'm excited. Uh, I love our, I love our chat right now. They've literally got a little bit of an auction going on in our Twitch chat right now. <laughs> uh, MSL is looking for some coconuts. Uh, Mecha Dragon is looking for some iron nuggets and, um, and yeah, so iron nuggets too. Yeah, me too. Actually, we're all in the not, iron nuggets. Yeah. Uh, not chicken nuggets. Not no, chicken nuggets. Not so chicken. No. <laughs> the economy of uh, Animal Crossing has taken over our Twitch channel. I just, I, I just got some coconuts too. Actually. Oh, sure. Look at I'm going to be taking. Those. Oh well, sure. Look at we'll be taking that note too. All right, <laughs> folks. Uh, let's move on to our community spotlight, shall we? <laughs> All right, we've got a couple of emails here from our community spotlight. Did we get? Ah, oh, we did. Okay, sure enough. All right, we're going to start off with. Uh, who is this from? I just want to make sure it's Vincent. All right, Vincent writes, "Hey guys, I found your podcast from my Echo Dot several months ago, and I've been listening to the show on a regular uh, ever since. Myself, my wife, and three kids are lo- lifelong Nintendo fans and love our Switch. I also school my kids on the classics with uh, emulators on my Wii Homebrew. My 17-year-old uh, can kick my butt in Street Fighter 2 and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I'm so proud. My wife and my 12-year-old love all things Animal Crossing and can't wait to start New Horizon. My daughter's favorite character is Stitch from both her." Uh, for both his personality and his cute, creepy look at my seven-year-old just started Super Mario Brothers and Mario Odyssey. That's awesome. Last week or so, it's been pretty rough, rough since our family has been on full lockdown. Um, my oldest son has uh, Alpha One. Where's Zach when you need him? Yeah, man. Uh, deficiency antipasperi? I don't know how to say that. Um, aka genetic genetic COPD. So we absolutely cannot risk anyone coming in or coming out lest someone gets sick around him. Thankfully, my wife and I work at home and homeschool the kids, so our lives aren't disturbed. Stir, uh, cabin fever has gotten to us. Um, all right. Uh, mentioning here uh, Operation Endured Veterans, some post-traumatic stress, anxiety, d- depressions. But with the open and honest communication, desperate li- uh, library video games, we look out for each other and do best to keep our family up. I hope that you guys and your families are well. My question, and by the way, so let's take a pause there. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that kind of open honesty as well for kind of like what's yeah, going on no in your kidding. life and sharing that with us. Um, I didn't read everything on here because I don't know how much of that you completely want public as well on a podcast. Um, be well, please be well, be safe, take care of each other, be kind to each other, love each other. Um, not just thanks for listening. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Right. Um, so yeah, I hope everything goes well for you guys, especially, um, you know, um, how quickly or, or uh, with your son as well, just kind of making sure that, that he's, he's kept safe and um, yeah. Uh, my question to you guys is what non-Nintendo titles from the Wii's old Virtual Console library would you want to be brought to the Switch? My pick is Ancient Wise Vanished Jeez. Books 1 and 2, Yee's, uh, first released in 1990 by Hudson Soft. This is a game I actually own as part of a pack-in with the Turbo Duo by Turbo Graphics way back in the mid-90s. It was a massive RPG experience that despite its simple fighting style, Whose amazing art and cutscenes, as well as stellar soundtracks and impressive, sorry, impressive voice acting. Um, 
it has since been remade for the PlayStation, um, uh, DS, and mobile. And if we could get the original iOS on the PC Engine, I would seriously recommend it as well. Okay. Uh, as for my kids, my brother and I have made uh, put hundreds of hours trying to figure out how to get them through um, sprawling dungeons and past insane bosses. As an adult, I still fire up my Wii and play through uh, from time to time and to keep my memory sharp. I'm curious to check back on the new Yeez 8 um, and how it stacks up. Take care of yourself, <laughs> Vin and family. All right, Vin and family. So first, Vin and family, thank you very much for listening. Uh, hopefully, you guys are well. We love it. Great question. Hi, Hi thank you. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> be well there and be well. All right, uh, take care of each other. Uh, what game do we wish we had? From the old, it says it says Wii Virtual Console. Wow, that's a very deep cut. I'm just going to uh, throw this one out, and I don't know if it's on there, but the game that instantly came to mind is Chrono Cross. Or Chrono Trigger, I apologize. Chrono Trigger is not Chrono available, Trigger. and people want that. That's what I want. That's what I want desperately. I would buy that again, too. I actually bought it on PC, but it just doesn't feel the same. Yep. So I'd buy that again. The game I'm thinking of is uh, it's like a sequel to Final Fantasy IV called The After Years. Mm. It was you know originally in Japan as you know a mobile game like on flip phones before iOS mm-hmm. and Android were a thing. <clears throat> then ported to WiiWare, and then I think it also came out on the PSP. Definitely mm-hmm. the Vita. But I think it's a PSP backward compatible. That's why it worked. Um, it's takes the characters from Final Fantasy IV a few years later, and you know Cecil and Rosa have now has a, a prince that they're that is now main character of the story. It's chapter based. I think the way they sold it was like seven dollars to buy, three or four dollars for. Subsequent chapters, except for the lot which were shorter in length, and then the last one was another seven or eight dollars to finish it up. And you know, I bought the game twice, never finished it. <laughs> one of those stories. You know, I bought it on the Wii and I bought it on the Vita, and never, never did finish it. But hmm. uh, okay. I, I would give it another try if okay. it was on the Switch. Okay, Tim, I do agree with the Chrono Trigger one definitely, um, but. To give it, I guess, a different one. I I think this was on. I was trying to look it up real quick, but Strider, uh, I think, was a game that came out for Sega Genesis that I really liked. I got to play because my friend had a Genesis, and just the, the mechanics behind that game was uh, uh, pretty Uh-oh. cool. And there was another one too, and I was trying to find the name of where it used a uh, used a uh, grappling hook a lot in that game. Um, I just can't remember the name of it. It was like Captain Commando or Commando. Bionic okay. Commando? Bionic, Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando. Yes, thank yeah. you. Okay, yep, you're that. welcome. Those two games were really cool, and I wish they would come bring those over. The other one I thought of as well, and it's sort of a cheat because it's non-Nintendo slash Nintendo because it was on multiple both consoles, Earthworm Jim. The Super Nintendo version of Earthworm Jim. Do you know who is getting a, a, a game, an Earthworm Jim game? The Amico. Yeah, right? It's uh, <laughs> a deep cut, like when you're like, Earthworm Jim is the game, right? So, Well, the, yeah, the, you know, the original, you know, 
Tommy brought on the people who made the original game to make the new game. Yep. For his system. So, yep. Okay. Thanks, Zebasol, for the eye roll. Appreciate it. There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to our next one. This is from uh, Jesus. Good afternoon, guys. I love listening to podcasts as soon as it comes out, and I've been keeping up, enjoying it all. I hope that all of you have been okay and not contracting the harmful viruses of yet. Thank God that my family and I are doing okay as well. Uh, just as an FYI, yeah, we're all doing okay so far. I think everyone's family, you guys are all grand. Thumbs up. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, so everyone in the Nintendo Dads family as of right now are all okay as well, uh, including Gary and um, Marty as well. They are doing getting hit hard the other ways, but you know, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of other stuff <laughs> going on that way, but uh, so right. thoughts with so thoughts with Gary and, and his family as well. But uh, but from a virus perspective, they're doing they're doing okay. Right. Uh, so it says here. Hold on a second. Uh, okay. You so this read is this one. Since you read sure the last one? sure. Why don't you? I was I, just, I was sometimes. I okay. So here's the truth. Since the last time, about two weeks ago, when I read an email that was like, "You shouldn't have read that online." I'm very, I'm like, cautiously reading an email and then trying to figure out gotcha. should I say something. So if you're okay, Tim, go ahead. So you want me to read the whole thing? Yeah, are we good, good for this I one? Think, yeah, I think okay. we're good. All right. Good afternoon, guys. I love listening to the podcast as soon as it comes out. That's the part you read, right? So I did the so next I'm paragraph. Going, so I'm going to tell you this beforehand. This is about a dream I had the other night. Oh, can't read this one anymore. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, I was hanging out with my sister and we decided to go for a walk. My sister was leading my oldest daughter, three-year-old, and I was carrying my newborn, one and a half months old. Very newborn. We were walking around in the Animal Crossing world. I've been playing so much AC right now and we reach a large tree. We all climb the tree and in the tree is Marty, Jesse, Justin. Sorry, Tim and Gary. Y'all weren't present. They're in a tree house in the middle of a podcast. Well, it felt more like the pre-show as nothing was alive. Anyway, (laughs) we hung out for a little bit. My sister ran off to catch some fish and my oldest went to catch some bugs. But I hung out with you guys and we touched a topic that made uh, made me send this email. As a dad, what are you most surprised about being a father? And what does it feel like to be a dad in the climate that we are in the pandemic virus outbreak? Hmm. You guys look very thoughtful and told me to tune in to find out. Also, neither of you guys wanted to hold my child. Something about dropping her <laughs> and not wanting to be contagious to her. <laughs> well, we Before are in a tree. On, I'll, leave, I'll leave it to that question. You guys look very we, thoughtful. It, or, I'm it, sorry. It, it, we, we are in a tree. We wouldn't want to drop her. Right. That's, that's <laughs> so as a dad, what are you most surprised about being a father? We'll start with that. Uh, I think for me, just especially, you know, especially since you know my kids are the oldest and just – well, I guess Tim's got an older one too. Uh, just watching them become a mini you, you know, or not for good or for, for bad, but just you, just you, you see them pick up your habits and then evolve them into their own. And that's just wonderful to watch. And to build off of that, just also to see how I, I knew. People are always going to be different, especially the kids. But just to see it happen, how different the three of my kids are, and especially growing up watching them, how they become an adult, the first one and my middle one getting to that point, you know, just how amazingly different they all are and personality wise and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And like like they'll pick up my mannerisms and then use them with their friends who 
you know, they, they say people don't talk like that. And we're like, we do in our family. Like, like even last week, my, my oldest said noon 30, which is how I talk because I have legitimate reasons for work to differentiate between midnight and noon. And I'm, that's my way of doing it fast without having to say AM or PM. But she said that to her boyfriend and he went, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, kind of may feel like a cheap answer, and it's it's echoing Jesse and Tim, but it's just watching them, like just watching them every day, um, just change and become independent and grow and find their voice and find their ethics and their moral and their compass and what guides them, right, and what they what they understand to be true and, and right and wrong and, and how you influence and guide that and the decisions that they make. And I think also, like, just how di- different they are, right? My oldest is just full of energy and enthusiasm and just, like, just so much um, just she's she's coming she's becoming a tween right so she's getting her own little real attitude right like a lot of that right and it's just and it's defiant it's pushing boundaries and it's stressing but it's but it's like you can hear there that like the, the defiance is like but i don't understand why tell me more challenging ideas right those kind of personalities are like that's those are good things for you to do right now it's not a good thing for you to do because they need you to just put away the dishes but like i understand like that like so you're yeah. so you're forming into this person right this real person and then and then my youngest is just very, you know, mindful and artful and, and, um, engaged with others' feelings, right? And just very, you know, wanting to be careful of others. So just as fascinating to watch that. Yes. Um, and uh, wow. the other surprise too is just how much you learn from them too. Yeah. Right? For yeah. me, at least, it's like a different, qu- I guess, different way of learning things, just realizing. Yeah learning patience obviously yeah. or you know that type of thing so. and both of them are so different in those ways too right and how yeah. you interact with them and, and it's it's how you as a parent have to be malleable and flexible to everything right like one of them you know like rylan doesn't need the same kind of love not the same kind of love the same way that morgan does right like right. but rylan needs something different right and so you kind of just you understand what those ins and outs will make some tick so um, how do those things roll over to how what how, the next question is, and what does it feel like to be a dad in this climate or what's going on in the world today? I think with that, it's um, scary, right? Because you don't, you don't know. We really don't know. Right. Right. And I think your children always look to you as parents, like you have a plan, you know where we're going, you've got it under control. And in a world that's moving as fast as it is and is turning as quickly as it is on every day, I was saying to someone recently, you used to plan for months ahead. Now I plan for days and maybe a week mm-hmm. because I don't really know what the next day is going to bring for us. I don't know what's going to change. And you do try and find the stability and you're trying to, and, and the other challenge is like, you know, like recently the kids were like, oh man, yeah, because they've been home. I was cool. They're like, we're going to go outside. They're like, we go to the park. I was like, yes, no, you can't go to the park. <laughs> you yeah. can't, but we can go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it's trying to understand, it's trying to educate, it's trying to also not have them fear. It's trying to make sure that they're safe, right? Like, so all of our groceries, I've been the one doing all the grocery runs, right? So if anyone's yeah. sick, it's going to be Same dad. Here. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Some like and That's my wife makes me. fun of me. Jody's like, way to be a hunter and gatherer. I was like, <laughs> I went and stood in line at Costco. I didn't even think of that. I did that well, right? Costco thing. That experience is something I, I, else. I use that as my excuse to still get my uh, daily routine in for Pokemon Go. There you go. There you go. Even though yeah. I'm un- we're supposed to be under stay-at-home order, but I, I if if I stop <laughs> playing this, I'm not starting again. So I need to need to I, f- figure out some way. To, even if it's as small as you know, drive a block and a half, stay in my car, yeah. get spin that wheel, and then go home. I'm yeah. least, still at least doing something. There you go. Yeah, yeah and which I, is what I, I did to, today. I have to do it because my wife has bad asthma, so obviously don't want her going out there getting it. And of course. It's still an issue because if I go out there and get it and bring it home, then it's an issue too. But yeah, for sure, it's still you know okay. I go out and get it, and then I just have to make sure I do all the things I'm supposed to do, yeah. and hopefully nothing gets con- contract contracted. Yeah. So, but yeah, then, but well, Jesse, go ahead. You still have more. No, I was gonna say Jesse. What were you gonna say in regards to how you feel in this climate? Yeah, the I'm a little worried just because I have no control anymore. They, they've all moved out and. My daughter did spend a week in Houston last week where against my desires, wishes, I told her she should probably stick home, but she went anyway. And so far she's, she's fine. No one, uh, she, that was with her is, you know, and, and she met other, other family members and I think they're all fine. So we're lucky. But, uh, you know, my, the, the youngest one is currently out of school. We don't know what our school district is doing. We, 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 you know, by governor order, there is no, no in-class school in, until this fall. So that I think they're planning on some sort of e-learning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, the districts all said we're closed until April 3rd. We don't know what's happening between April and May at this point. Yeah. And you know she's a graduating senior. She she's going. She missed her prom. She's going. She she's doesn't want. To, she's. I told her they're going to find some way to get her a diploma. It, it probably won't be walking down the aisle on, onto a stage with yeah. with a mortar on your head. Uh, but she'll at least have a be able to graduate. Yeah. You know, yeah my son, something. my son is business as usual. He he's, he goes to work at a hardware store. He goes home and game. That's his life anyway. Yeah, Nothing's yeah. changed for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ebisel, uh Jesse's saying here, yes, they did cancel school for the year for him. They've actually canceled school here in Alberta as well for the entire year. So my kids are now fully done until September, and they're now doing like e-learning modules, uh, essentially. And I had a teacher across the way who just said recently, they're like, they're not even worried about the curriculum really they're doing. They're just making sure the kids are learning something. That's it, as long as they're staying engaged. So that's... Uh, so both my kids are at home with me now and so is my wife. So, uh, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting week. For sure. And I, I'm just going to echo what you guys had to say. Essentially, it's just obviously as dads, your goal is to try to keep them safe. No matter how old they are, even if they've moved yeah. out, you want to keep them safe. Or even if they are home, you got to, you know, teach them why, what's going on and, why we're doing the things we're doing in a, in a manner in layman terms for them, you know, and for me and my son, where I think it even has to get even more simplified for him. So, um, 
because he's having a hard time with this. He's he's the type of kid who needs that routine uh, to help him through his day. And school helped with that routine. And with mom and dad having work from home, we have to concentrate on work. We can't necessarily, you know, work on the routine as much. But we were able to start something, you know, because we're learning as we go as well, you know. So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. you guys had a little vacation now. Now we're going to slowly transition in these things that school is going to start providing uh, and all that kind of stuff. But the main thing is just that safe thing you guys are talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's, you know, we've, and we've had some real conversations with the kids. We're like, we know this isn't ideal, right? And there's an honesty, right? Like, we know yeah. this isn't what you really want. Right. Like, and, and not that you don't love your family and you love being home, but like, we know that you'd probably rather be at school with your friends, right? Cause you haven't seen them and you love being at school and like, you know, doing those extracurricular activities, right? And those like art classes and stuff like that, that unfortunately right now we can't do because, you know, your mother and I are both working 40 hours yeah. a week. And, and so we, but we can't have you in front of an iPad or a screen all day. So here's some reading I have to have you do. And here's yes. some little bit of e learning I have to have you do. And, by the way, go out for a bit of a walk, but don't go play at the park. And by the way, don't be too long. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. it's it's all about change management and and how we're all coping, right? And I think the biggest thing I would say, and you know, this is probably a little bit like Zach's world more than mine, which is like just have open communications with your family and the people in your house, talking about how each of you are doing, what your thoughts are, what do you need to be successful. Um, how do you feel about things and be open about it? Right. And like, and it's okay to also say this sucks. Right. Yeah. Like, and, but I, but I would also encourage you to think of this way. Cause I found myself a lot this week. I get on the phone with someone and they're like, Hey, how's it going? I was like, Oh man, you know, it's like my kids are home. It's crazy. Ah, right. They're so easy to go negatively on something, right. It's always whining about something. Take an opportunity to reframe, take an opportunity to look at it differently. Yeah, my kids are home with me. You know what? That's awesome because I get to have lunch with them. That's awesome because I get to do when I'm done work, they're here and we get to go play together and I and, and carve out time and put yourself in that headspace and begin thinking that way. Maybe try and look at the positive ways that it's impacting you and benefiting you. Um, I don't know. That's my that's my own little challenge I'm having for myself right now is to try and reframe my own. Brain. I think it's I think it's healthy too. I guess using exact term too, right? It's, just, yeah. it's probably healthy to do it that way because if you keep going down the negative path, it'll be harder and harder to do the positive thing. So it's a good yeah. opportunity to do it so, now. So one thing my work did uh, to kind of try to turn this into a positive, we've we've had this monthly meeting for people who are work at home people. Just call it a lunch and learn. So like they'll just arrange some sort of like a little mini lecture with someone just to get people talking to people with cameras on face to face. We have some human interaction, even though we're in our home offices. Yeah. Uh, they turned this one into let's meet the family. Let's meet the fur babies. Yeah. One person yeah. showed off her lizard. Yeah. I said, I have my no kids at home. But I have my amiibo collection that your kids might like to look at. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's and it is that kind of it's also that idea of just like giving everyone grace, right? Like we're all in this right now. We're all in it together, right? And I think if that's if there's a universal statement, if this is gonna be help, we all have to be in this, right? And so we're all experiencing either all of our kids at home, working from home, some of those things. So um, 
you know, I guess, you know, uh, we're going to move on to our next yeah. question yeah. or email well, here. Great email oh, from Hazus. Well, one yeah. more thing I wanted to add. You know, the way my brain works, I think of things that no one else seems to think of. I remember in school learning about how the society of the time dealt with issues of their time, like the plagues that went through 1800s, early 1900s. What will the textbooks look like 50 years from now about today? Yeah, that's <laughs> that'll be that'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. It'll be yeah. hopefully a learning opportunity to how what we could do differently, maybe yeah. better. So, but yeah, uh, again, uh, Jesus ends it by saying one last thing, and we talked about this. How are you guys enjoying Animal Crossing? We talked about it, and he says again, I hope you guys are doing great, and I'll catch you on the show. So again, thanks Jesus for the awesome, awesome letter. Absolutely. Next one comes from Mecha Dragon 101, aka Elvis, and he says, So I have an interesting question to ask the Nintendo Dads on the podcast tonight. Since I now since I now share a name with now with one of the characters in Bravely Default 2, tell me, do any of you share a name with anyone within gaming or media in general? And has anyone ever made jokes or references between you and that person or character in your experience? Like how people give me Elvis Presley jokes to this day. Thanks very much, dads, and I look forward to the podcast tonight. Don't forget about our Discord community super cool monthly mayhem section. If you're in it, don't forget to prov- uh, provide your updates to the monthly mayhem score channels. Thanks to Drew and Zach, who have been awesome at organizing. LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Yeah, Zach. Or sorry, yeah, Drew and LeBlanc. Yeah. <laughs> was that? Did, uh, did Elvis write that section, or was that just our regular notes? Uh, uh, I... Must have copied it from somewhere. <laughs> Either way. All right. Fair enough. Let's go from here. Anyone share any No, yeah, that I, th- I think that was part of the regular notes that get it, I, okay. I indented wrong. Not a problem. I was like, wow, he's really supporting. He's really plugging the monthly mayhem. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, that's okay. My Not bad. a problem. That's okay. All right. Uh, so I, I have two answers. Yeah, go ahead. So I th- this one has literally been haunting me since kindergarten. The the song, Jesse's girl. Oh, yeah. of course, that's you know six year olds don't really full understand what the full meaning of that song was. So sure. yep, that uh, that so <laughs> that just went south really quick. And then uh, and then another person I thought of, yeah, not in gaming, but uh, he ended up being the governor of Minnesota for a while. The Jesse, Jesse the Body, body Ventura. Ventura. Yep. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay, awesome, Jesse. Okay, Tim, what about you? Uh, the, when Jesse brought up this question earlier, I, I was thinking, I can't think of anybody, and then, of course, Animal Crossing, because Timmy is one of, you know, Timmy and Tommy. So there's there's that that popped in my head when you brought up that question. So, that's one. And then when I was younger, uh, Tiny Tim was brought up oh, okay. uh, from, you know, the the Christmas Carol, one aspect from that area, but also from my dad, who also brought up another uh, celebrity called Tiny Tim, uh, who had a ukulele-ish or something like that. Tiptoe through the tulips? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, those couple things, but I wasn't really teased a lot about my name other than changing it to something else. And I think somebody, I think 
somebody brought it up before, but we'll bring it up again. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, for me, not often. Now, interestingly enough, I will, I will tell you a bit of an insider baseball of something that I happens to me a lot with my name and I absolutely hate is I get called Jason all the time. <laughs> like probably once or twice in e- uh, a week in an email, it will say Jason. And interesting, like Jason. Interestingly enough, <laughs> it is usually Jason Mason. So they just kind of mishmash my first <laughs> and last name together and come up with Jason Mason. Uh, and it is, it is so frustrating to me and it's so irritating. Um, the but Americans it happens, that are doing that, isn't it? It happens a lot to me. It happens a lot. Actually, no, my own government did it to me once. Oh, it okay. was a long story, <laughs> but we'll talk about that one another time. Uh, in relation to celebrities that I get mistaken for often or connect with, uh, obviously Justin Timberlake, uh, Justin Bieber, and uh, for another Canadian reference, Justin Trudeau. Right? Those are those would just, be the other. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. There's no really other Justins that are like. Uh, there's no songs about Justins. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah, there's no real crazy things about Justins. So yeah. All right, folks. Is that it for our emails? I think that's so. it. Man, it's two hour show, two hour and fifteen minutes. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, as we're wrapping it up, I want to say big thanks uh, to our Patreon producers: Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberg, Sean Abbott, and Antonio Contrario. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, guys, I want to encourage you, if you have not, head over to our YouTube channel. Did you know we're putting out almost daily videos? Daily videos. And by the way, we are just shy of 4,000 4, subscribers on our YouTube channel. Man, I would love to see us hit that number. Thank you so much for your support there. That is so huge. It's growing. Big thanks to everyone who's subscribing and supporting us over there on Twitch as well. And of course, you can subscribe to us on all the social media uh, platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in Nintendo Dad's merch, head over to Nintendo Dad's shop that you can find on our website. And that's www.nintendodads.org. Um, we got a Patreon. You know about it. If you like it, join it. Uh, if you want to email us, send us over to nintendodads at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, 929-25-NDADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix and the Animal Crossing music that uh, Jesse just pulled. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who joins us live in our Twitch chat. You guys are absolutely awesome. We, we love and love and love you guys uh, and your support. Thank you so much. Um, for Tim, for Jesse, for myself, be good, be kind, and take care of each other. Good night. Bye-bye. Please understand. Oh.